straight riffing is filmed in front of a live internet audience. I am riffing. Mitch is riffing. What more can I say? Straight, straight riffing. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that thing. This show is intended for mature audiences only. I've seen a lot of this. I don't know how much we're discussing this experience together. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic I kept yelling, I'm, I'm not gonna whip my dick out. We talked about that. I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. Featuring your host, Mitch Marzoni. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird. Look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's uh, it's a litmus test for people. Teddy Teddy Tuxin. I'm a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right. Hate mercenary. Hate, hate, hate or fry. Hate or fry. I should put up with this guy. There are two victimless crimes, all right? One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I'm confessing to a large-scale crime. Okay. All right. right Legs akimbo engaged in sexual discourse. Come on, man. What kind of guest are you? It's archived for posterity. Great internet. So, uh, it'll, uh, it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's time to rip. Oh, that is right, bitches and motherfuckers. It is February 18th, 2013, episode 99. 99, Straight Riffin'. I'm your host, Reverend Mitch, and with me, as always, is the difficult brown, the hater for hire, Mr. Teddy TMI Tutson, how in the fuck are you, sir? Oh, man, Persevere is striving right now, son. Underground, about to go uptown. Let's get it all the way, Riffopolis. Knocking on the dough of a century mark. Holla at your boy. Okay. Uh, and our guest this evening, uh, joining us for his second consecutive Blackuary Black Riffin'. Back to back? Mr. Jeremy Scipio. How the dope. fuck are you, sir? <laughs> that was dope. Okay. You know what's great, though? I'm glad to hear of the dopeness. Jeremy, Jeremy gets that real dope introduction, and then he's got a plate of snack mix just chilling in front of him right now. It's so good. It's just... I will be muting your fucking mic. The sound of crunching on a microphone. <laughs> fucking. Jeremy's like, that is a dope introduction. Um, chunk, excuse me. Dog, dog. No, no, you ever so listen to a podcast and somebody's like chewing on like corn nuts or something like that? You just want to fucking kill people. You're gonna cause like. We're gonna cause like. Because we thought you were professional. Fifteen minutes ago. We didn't think you'd go make a second plate before we came on air, Jeremy. I think that's his third plate. That's a second. Don't get me wrong. It's some delicious mix. I'm just saying that we're going to cause car accidents all over the Southland. We are good hosts. You are the inappropriate guest. Man, I'm hungry, dog. I'm hungry in these streets, son. <laughs> I mm. I don't sleep. No sleep. I have the streets all shit. day. I can sleep when I die. He's straight crunching. <laughs> On podcast though, I do need some corn nuts. <laughs> I mean, just saying, man. If, if y'all have burgers or anything else, pizza. Y'all want to order a pizza? <laughs> that professional. <laughs> we did that once, right? There was a show. Oh, okay. Probably for and a fat nigga, huh? When <laughs> <laughs> you bring yeah. fat people up, y'all make sure y'all got food. Like, Jamal, he's skinny. He cool. I'm trying to remember who it was. We had a lot now. of food when Josh Walton was here. Uh, no. Um, um, that I think right. it was uh, Justin the Boy, maybe, that we ordered a pizza. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But there yeah, was one know. time that we did order a pizza. We did cross yeah, that yeah. threshold once in Riffin history. Oh, uh, so yeah. if you go to the bathroom, best believe that you're going to leave your cell phone here. Okay. Come <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I'm laughs> on. I ain't sneaking Who's that knocking at the door? Yeah, right. Domino. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, y'all might be able to take a break in about 15 to uh, 23 minutes. You know what I'm saying? I eat. It don't go nowhere, man. I don't know where the fuck. Like, I eat all the fucking time. Do you have, do you have, have you always let me had ask a you a quick, Let me ask you a quick question. I don't even know if they do delivery, but like. Subway? If if Popeyes they don't oh, they don't okay that's how you that's how you don't know anything about being black <laughs> hey if if Popeyes did deliver though it'd probably be the old fat lady from the commercials and shit uh, how y'all 
doing? Dude, <laughs> Popeye's delivery would be the worst because you could never fuck. It's bad enough when you fuck up somebody's order and they're there at Popeye's. You already got bulletproof glass separating y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, you go drive to somebody's house. He's like, I said five pieces, you broke ass motherfucker. So it's <laughs> over, son. That would be a 24 hour experiment, dude. <laughs> We're not real targeted neighborhoods. It would be real suburban. Yeah, like, cause see, now I'm, now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> like, is it racist that Popeye's doesn't deliver because they know what would happen if they did? They, son, it's not racist, B. That is real cold empirical logic, son. Well, but pizza, <laughs> pizza companies could find Fuck up your order left and right, but they still. Domino's everybody does not have delivers. bulletproof glass when you go to pick up. <laughs> That's my point about the racism. It's do you no see? racism, though, man. That's just acknowledging the circumstances of your environment. Okay, all right. Listen, I'm pretty sure. Are you saying it's about the target audience, I'm or is it about every, where they put not, the top yes, Popeyes? Okay, it's about where they put the Popeyes. So not every Popeyes needs the bulletproof glass. Okay, mm-hmm. but a predominant number Most of, of Popeyes, a predominant <laughs> number of Popeyes happen to be in neighborhoods where the social economic conditions dictate. Your chicken business necessitates bulletproof glass. The one right here in Hollywood doesn't. I know that much. But I don't know. You got to deal with the homeless people. <laughs> I mean, that's, the- that's fair. <laughs> I listen, mean, they're not, listen, they're not a dangerous. You find no, me a no, Popeyes no. that is in a, a neighborhood that has no homeless people. That's, that's what I'm saying, though, son. I'll be amazed. That we aren't, all our neighborhoods are destitute, B. Okay? It's the old, it's the old gun store, gun store, liquor store, gun store. Where the fuck are you taking me from? Hey, but that's home, yeah, man. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> that's where I come from. You know what I'm saying? Don't let this night from, fool you're you. From, you're from Na- Cincinnati, right? Cincinnati, Ohio, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, Cincinnati. Which, Natty, people, I feel like Cincinnati kind of goes under the radar a little bit in terms of, uh, like, the kind of segregation and discrimination. Um, Wait, is Cincinnati the one with the Cincinnati titties come out? What was the... Huh? It's like up top, Cincinnati, down low. I have no idea what you're we talking about. We have talked right about now. this before. I don't believe we have ever delved into this. Rivopolis, if you know what Mitch is talking about, y'all need to holler at him in the chat room. Right? <laughs> you know, maybe, you know what? Maybe it's North Carolina, South Carolina. Uh, like, North Carolina, South Carolina. I thought you were talking about the Super Bowl, but Something Cincinnati like knows nothing about that. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't even know what that looks uh, like. But you said you guys are second in. Do they have a football Oh, no, no. The Reds. Seven. No, that's the Bengals baseball. And the Reds are baseball. I think we're seventh dangerous yeah, city. Yeah. It's a seventh dangerous city. The, the nasty in, natty, man. In the country, yeah. So, um, yeah. I remember, you know, it's Cincinnati is weird in that sense, too. Uh, I feel like we've kind of forgotten about it from our social consciousness, but uh, Marge Schott was the owner of the Cincinnati Reds for a while, and she was just a straight-up crazy racist old lady, dude. She that. would, uh, uh, if you look up some of the Marge Schott uh, incidents, she was just like one of the eccentric owners. She made a lot of anti-Semitic comments. Uh, just, cra- just like, just the worst person, man. She was Marge Shot. Uh, I believe that was her name. S H O S C H O T T. Oh, ain't nobody that. Yeah, yeah. Man, she looks evil. But you not about that. She's life. got that. She's got that old mean, she, evil I, old lady look to her. I was. I I I worked at. Were a, you born, raised in, in Cincinnati? Yeah, I worked at. Here's by the way. I just want to. Racism is nothing. I just want to point this out real quick. <laughs> Wait, when you, you racism is nothing. There's nothing. Oh, that's good. When, when you pull up a old wiki, people racism is going. Open racism. No, open, open, open racism. Open racism. racism. Old people racism. I thought you said old people racism. I'll say this. When when you pull up a Wikipedia article for someone's life and the things that they're famous for or known for. Only take up about a third of the page, and the rest is controversy. <laughs> and one of them is labeled yeah. downfall. Right. One of them- I love that there's a paragraph that just says other incidents. <laughs> They're just like, we're out. Can we just... just I love that an entire decade, the 1990s, is like half the page. No, no, that's what I'm saying. You can tell how terrible a person is based on like how large the the controversy 
in relation to yeah. the rest of Wait, the page. Wait, if, like, if she was a rapper, Jews. If she was a rapper, that, was, that part would be called beefs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But since she's a, a yeah. old, old white lady, yeah, right. Old white lady. It's just other incidents. Right. <laughs> yeah. On November twenty ninth, shots at the million dollar niggers comment was made in jest, but then she felt that Adolf Hitler was initially good for Germany and did not understand how the epithet Jap could be offensive. During the same season, Jesus, that's terrible. <laughs> During the same season, a former Oakland Athletics executive assistant, Sharon Jones, three, is quoted in the New York Times as having overheard shot state, I would never hire another nigger. I'd rather have trained a monkey for me working for me than a nigger before the start of an owner's conference call. A four-man committee was convened to investigate shot. Blah, blah, blah. She was fine. this woman owned the team for uh, just uh, like oh, a decade, On dude. May 8, 1994, during a speech before the Ohio County Treasurer's Association, shot commented that she did not want her players to wear earrings because only fruits wear earrings. She said, <laughs> I was raised to believe oh, no. that men wearing earrings are fruity. Wow. That's how I would run shit. Is that you the? Do you think that's Jeremy the, and the worst owners? No, no, listen, no, no, no. Listen, I wouldn't would hey, know what she would hey, do. Hey, fruits. Get the hoops out your ear. I get, I get the feeling that's like that's that's what you you uh, base in uh, in uh, uh, Arrested Development the the mom. Yeah, basically, like she's like based on this woman. Yeah, I mean, look when you when you run the thing. Thank you, fruity. Look, uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to take back all of my comments. What I'm about to say. <laughs> But when you run in some shit, oh, so good to have you back, Jeremy. the following so comments will be retracted right after I say so that. So good to have you back. Look, <laughs> <laughs> look, look. As an owner, I'm about to retract what I'm about to say. Yeah. As an owner, as an owner, it was saying like, as an owner, you kind of lose control of the stuff you, of of what you you know what I mean. You let you you hire people to do the other stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, but like no, speak for you. Yeah, that's it. Okay, okay, but but look, look, look. The one good thing you could do is no. just say like the little shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you could be like, yo, I don't want nobody wearing earrings. Why? Just because. And then <laughs> later on, you can be quoted in Sports Illustrated as speaking in a quote cartoonish Japanese accent. Right. <laughs> uh, we, I want to see a video of that shit. Hold you on, I'm we, trying I, to find that. Okay, she is terrible. A former marketing director for the Regs, Charles Cal Levy. Uh, Say, said that he'd heard shot refer to then Reds outfielder Eric Dav- Davis and Dave Parker as million dollar niggers. That was the remark from earlier. Later on down the line says Levy, who is Jewish, alleged that shot kept a Nazi swastika armband in her home and claims he overheard her say sneaky goddamn Jews are all alike. The next day, shot issued a statement saying the claims of racism leveled against levied against her were overstated, overstated, right. Man, who and that she, she did not she mean like? to offend Nobody. anyone with her statement or her ownership of the armband. Not she didn't. Uh, Agree that she didn't have one. She just, oh, I didn't mean to offend anybody Listen, with his armband. Shot then explained that the swastika armband had been her late husband's during his World War II service. He had saved a fellow soldier's life. In gratitude for this act, the soldier had given the souvenir Nazi armband and took it. And needed not give it to him for you to just wear around casually, being like, "Goddamn Jews is everywhere." <laughs> it's not Who did she like though? Shady Nobody. Jews. What son? was she? She was a wow, old white old lady, crotchety old Don't white lady. Look at her. Old old white people were so that, fucking that's just honest. The face of like, no old racist white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is why They're I res- my favorites. I hate them, but I respect them for having the fortitude to be upfront about who they are as people, okay? That's now, so Mitch, ironic because I love them and I don't respect them. No. <laughs> <laughs> but Mitch, uh, go back. What that say when she goes, she's like, listen, my claim, like the claims of racism are overstated. That's yeah. a beautiful sentiment for me to hear, okay? Because if I call you a racist and you did some really racist shit, today I got to put up with motherfuckers being like, I'm not racist. That's not racist. The worst thing you could do is call somebody racist. Nope. And you just want to punch them in the fucking face, okay? Sure. The races that I want to deal with are the races that go, listen, 
What you're saying right now is overstated. I am a racist. Yes. But that Nazi armband, that's not because I hate the Jews. I hate Jews. But that's just from a dead husband. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay. Now, well. Hitler had some good ideas. <laughs> yeah. But that's not why I have the armband. Listen, I don't mind in a bunch of niggas, why? okay? I still don't get why people are so prominent of promoting communism. Like, it's that's something that's current. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, for, that's, what like, I, dude, and that's what I think. <laughs> I like think this funny. is the biggest thing to me is that we talk about the crotch of the old white people, but so many of them are stuck in that period of time where communism wasn't actual real threat, if you want to say that, where it was actually a political philosophy being discussed when, you know, people like uh, you know, people, black revolutionaries were actually talking about communism and linking up with that, you know, Malcolm X was talking about communism, so like in their eyes, communism is basically just niggers. That is all communism means but to see, old white people. Thing, this thing, I kind of picture it as teams. Wars have teams. And when your team loses, you disappear. No. You know Why don't they just disappear? I don't get Because you it. don't understand how war works for the South, dude. That's not how Confederates fight war, son. Like, Everybody else thought the Civil War was over no. except the Confederacy. And they, they? Have been, and they are still fighting, son. And the rest of us are finally being like, oh, I guess we still are fighting the Civil War. The Confederates never, ever... They, they keep the flags on their front porches still. The what? surrender was a fucking okey-doke, son. Lee was like, yeah, all right, I give up. And he's like, go get him, Wilkes Booth. <laughs> and that's how the South has always operated, son. The only language that the South and Confederates understand is pure annihilation. Son. Hold on, can I just I can I just quote from brother. other other <laughs> born raised in Houston, Texas? I don't give a fuck about. Y'all. I got a quote from other instances because this is like I I suddenly want an entire movie based on this terrible. I cannot woman. believe you listen to the other incidents. I know about Mark Shot. Listen sorry. to the other incidents uh, paragraphs. Shot was. <laughs> Shot was the target. Home runs. Shot. I'm sorry. This is the month I don't get a word in edgewise. Riven. Shot was the target of frequent criticism for allegedly allowing her infamous Saint Bernards, Shotzi and Shotzi Two. They were massive, bro. Like, by the way, you don't even have good names for them. Just the same thing twice. Near complete free reign of Riverfront Stadium, including their defecating on the field. She was also known for not wanting to hire scouts, stating that all they ever do is watch baseball games. Not wanting to post scores of other games on the Riverfront Stadium scoreboard, saying, why do fans care about one game when they're watching another, although the root cause was the $350 monthly cost of doing so. Stingy, on an airplane, people, son. On an airplane, this is why you need a, a fucking TV show about this woman. On an airplane, Marge Schott was approached by a woman who introduced herself as Ed Roche's uh, granddaughter. Schott then replied, that's nice, hon. What business is he in? Roush is a Hall of Fame center fielder who had many of his greatest years with the Reds. <laughs> Is she still alive? No, she no, died, no, she in, died in 04. Oh, that's sad. Is it, though? Is it? Because I remember when she died, and Everybody I was like... That's I, a good... I, that's, I, I really... You could you could literally make an entire fucking series off of just that woman. <laughs> just like the most terrible woman on Earth. Just over there, like, what did Hitler ever do wrong? And you're like, what? And she's all, shut up, you uppity. And you're like, what did... What? Just like one bad thing after another. But they oh, say it awesome. with this, like, senile, like... Like oblivious tone, so it's like it kind of excuses them. It's like, oh, she's just like that. Can we? Like, <laughs> can we just cap it all off with how she ended up losing the team, son? Because it is when you're like, this is she, March Shot. Really, is the epitome of a terrible human being, start to finish. Where like nobody loved you, you didn't love yourself, <laughs> you made everybody else around you hate themselves. Wait, so this is this what we're doing for Black History Month? We're going to black. Was it Black, 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 black. <laughs> <laughs> we're, ter- we're pointing out all the terrible white people on the planet. 
<laughs> only the ones that own sports franchises in the nineties. That's it. That's it. That actually be fun. Instead of honoring black people, we just <laughs> destroy white. <laughs> we call you white. Next Jerry Jones. <laughs> you ain't. You ain't never safe. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> okay, so uh, basically, I'll, I'll sum it up. A uh, a uh, uh, umpire, John McSherry. Uh, died of a heart attack on the field on the opening day. It was kind of snowy and things like that. And then the umpire died right there, like oh, on the spot. And uh, she got angry and said, snow this they morning. They post, they canceled the game. Yeah, they, they canceled the game. game. So she said, snow this morning and now this. I don't believe it. I feel cheated. This mm-hmm. isn't supposed to happen to us. Who's us, first of all? <laughs> not, she's she meant Cincinnati, not, not here in Cincinnati. Yo, yo tower, hey, bro. I don't know what the fuck you I don't know who's us anymore. She hates I don't everybody. Pay no taxes in no Cincinnati anymore. So. That's, oh, no. that, that would definitely be like the beginning of the end for her. Yeah. She was like, oh, come on. Now you're going to cancel a game because of a little death? Well, baseball games get canceled because of rain and everything. So, death? I'm a, a, <laughs> a, a man dying and the, uh, you know, just collapsing dead, son. That is the most, what's one of the most traumatic things that you could experience is being, uh, let's see you an umpire. You're hanging out with your other umpire friends and you're like, yo, uh, what's going on, John? And then you just turn around and John is just dead, son. It's dead. We're going to take a 10 minute recess to clean up, uh, Baseball don't mean the dead empire. Uh, you and imagine that crotchety old I hope you'll all stick around. <laughs> she's down. like, oh great, you're gonna cancel you're it. You're gonna cancel best. my game. This is Cincinnati. Well, the racism was killing him inside. That's what was <laughs> <laughs> happening. <laughs> she was so racist. Oh like, god, like, someone's got to start the revolution. <laughs> John McSherry, rest in peace. And that was it. Oh man. That is Marshawn in a nutshell. So, uh, uh, I mean, that's when people were like, she died. And I was like, first of all, I'm stunned you lasted this long. Uh, and second of all, oh my I, god, it even gets worse. Shot later insisted that she was standing up for the fans. Critics saw her comments as insensitive. She then reportedly offended major league umpires in general and members of McSherry's crew specifically by regifting a bouquet <laughs> of flowers given to her, <laughs> adding a sympathy note, and then sending it on to the funeral home. Ah, there's nothing wrong with that. This bitch need a Twitter. You are no. First of all, first of all it's just like what is it like? She just gets Twitter. worse. You are. She terrible. also made a. She I'm also had terrible. a habit you of. You gonna regift some? You gonna regift a bouquet to a man's funeral, son? It's bad, but funny. <laughs> She's a funny individual. She no, she's, funny. she's like a she terribly, terrible. a terrible person. She but it's like person. she's so bad that it's funny. I'm but with you there. But that's she's what oblivious. You're saying. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like she's the, like, the, why? No, I can't just only. What am I going to do with a bouquet? Funny. And I love that. It's yeah, yeah. only funny <laughs> yeah. in retrospect, though, because now she's dead. She does not own a professional sports franchise. She's not one of what. 20, 30-something elite human beings that own this fucking huge thing, right? Like, it's only funny because the threat of all the shitty things that she did to everybody on a daily basis has now been neutralized. It's only funny because after just shitting on an entire city and basically showing people that it doesn't mean a fucking thing if you go around calling people niggers and Jews and whatever else, I can still own a baseball team and you can't do a fucking thing about me. Well... See, look, this is why I appreciate the openly racist people, because there are people who are quiet about their shit, still making money, still owning baseball teams, and fucking over niggers every day. I mean, it's like, you know, just at least I appreciate her openness. See, know? I've made this I'm point. I've made this point before. I'm not getting behind her, though. definitely sounds like you're behind her. When there's, when there's, she just need a Twitter, that's all. When there's a controversy about, <laughs> like, racially people. insensitive or uh, hom- homophobic uh, comments, things like this, uh, there's a part of me that goes like, Let's yeah, write blog posts and shame them. But like, don't 
get into this tirade where now they have to apologize and everything else. Because once you do that, you're not going to hear that person say all the other shit that they did they they were thinking and didn't say because this would happen. Yeah, and you know that I'm like, I would, let that floodgate open. Just I like take them in the room rather, and go like, listen, I hate blacks too. What else you got to say? I would about just them? much rather trying to build a case. As like right? straight as <laughs> news in the world, like like Cincinnati Reds owner says Adolf Hitler quote was good in the beginning but went too far. Yeah, <laughs> then, don't, then, don't then voice, that's it. By the way. That's <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> and that's it. I don't need a I don't need an interview. I don't need a. I just need people to know that the person that owns this baseball team, whenever they think about that team, they're like, wait a minute. Isn't this team run by that person that think Hitler was good in the beginning but went too far? That bitch is crazy. And then just let the seed go. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what that, that's why I'm with you on the open racism where it's like, okay, I'm not gonna sh- I'm not gonna try and like make you apologize or anything, but I will let everybody know what you feel and believe. And then when you start trying to protest, I'm gonna be like, wait, didn't you say all these things though? Either, either you don't believe them, in which case you owe an apology to the racists who. Uh, yeah, the, the, are actually, your, what's what's even it, Ron Paul? I think to me, what <laughs> what makes me giggle is just that, like, at no point did she learn a lesson. At no point did she like well, she's calm the shit down. Like definitely, yeah, definitely, definitely. But it's like it's 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 almost it's like cartoonishly evil. When it gets worse, it's like for everything that you read that she does, it's like, oh wait, it gets worse. The Hitler comments, <laughs> those were that was an actual direct quote from her <laughs> one month after the empire died. That's funny, and that she, was not even her she, first time talking. She about Hitler, said bro. Adolf Hitler was good in the beginning, <laughs> but went too far. And then later in Sports Illustrated. When she was describing meeting with the Prime Minister of Japan, she spoke with the cartoonish Japanese accent. That's what I'm saying, bro. And then said that she was really upset that Asian American kids were out doing our own <laughs> in schools. It's like, you know, it's like, uh, then she went home and put some cats in a blender. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Had herself a, a rare white Bengal you know tiger be, milkshake. That'd be, that'd be one of those things where like someone would march into the newspaper with that article, and they'd be like, "I am tired of you printing all these lies." Okay, you can say a lot of things about March Shot, but there is no way that she made fun of the, the prime minister of Japan with a cartoonish Japanese accent. I bet she put those cats in that blender, and I bet she thought it tasted good, <laughs> but she would not disrespect the prime minister. <laughs> That's my thing. Yeah. So anyway, I just uh, uh, also any early. Hollywood writers out there, if you're looking for a fun show, that's the one you want to make because uh, I also, think it would actually work out well because they would say a lot of like controversial shit, but it'd be like, no, this was actually said by a real human being <laughs> like who had like ago. a ridiculous Comments amount of power. Actually, uh, <laughs> like this, this chick story. had a, a ridiculous amount of power, but she actually said all of these things. So it's sort of like a mirror because people would get offended by those remarks. <laughs> it's like, no, nobody said shit back then. Why are you piping up now? now? I like that though, based on true now story, you do the trailer, you could be like, no, but really though, it is actually all, <laughs> it's, it's depressing. If true. anything, we're downplaying yeah. it to make her seem a little bit more likable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Uh, since we're naming all the terrible white people, uh, <laughs> I think we should make a Christopher Donner hit list. Oh, man, no, 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 no. I'm not doing that. <laughs> not doing that. I'm not going down that I think road, she, she would have made it, though. No, sir. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot co-sign on that, sir. I cannot. That was... Uh, I am too white for this conversation. You know Christopher Donner. I do. Okay. I'm not okay. talking about because it talks about rap. I'm no. just saying I don't think that I'm qualified talking to... talking about rap? No, I know. I'm saying normally... <laughs> I'm saying normally I would say that when it's like something about like like what's going on in the rap community... And this is not that. I'm saying that I'm too white for this conversation as in like, like, I, I can't weigh in my opinion on what terrible white people 
Yeah, you can. Uh, should go at the hand you of You of all angry... people should, bro. All right, fine. You of all yeah. people should. Mitch, who, like, then. who is your fine. worst... Who is your, who, who's <laughs> your, who's <laughs> your worst uh, top elite... A white person? White Adolf person. Hitler. Bam. No, done. I'm talking about no. yeah. right now. We're talking about <laughs> right there. Somebody's alive. Easy. Somebody's alive. <laughs> alive today, right now, son. Just the worst motherfucker. Like, 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 you know, like, no, we're talking about people, son. Like, whoever the no. motherfucker is that runs Monsanto, that motherfucker is the worst, probably. I'm saying. I thought his last name was also Monsanto. Maybe it is. I'm not sure. I was pretty uh, sure Monsanto was the guy. It's very possible, son. I'm not sure. Uh, Dick Cheney's still high up on that list, but <laughs> thankfully he now he's just you know like he's just a blubbering old man. Man's got you know Uncle man's Dick. got behind the scenes. <laughs> he's funny. Do you like, like you think the worst people in the world are funny? So Entertainment, yes. yes yo, they, because they exist, I'll have a career. No, <laughs> yo, you can't even. You know, it's sort of like I—I I don't know if it gives me hope or upsets me, but it's that sort of thing of like, at some point in the history of our uh, of our modern culture, modern history of our culture, I should say, a woman said to a friend of hers, mm, "I love that Dick Cheney. I'm going to marry him." <laughs> A woman was like, I'm going to do that. I was like, right? I don't think that's what happened, bro. And I I think she was like, you know what? It's a really convenient arrangement for me to uh, get with this dude who's deep in the defense sector and fucking around. uh, And I'm just going to go ahead and uh, shackle up to this pony. And uh, And the two of them together decided, hey, the two of them decided together and said, hey, let's continue making homophobic remarks and laws, even though our daughter, who's a lesbian, is trying to get married and can't in our own country that we're partially in charge of. It's not even that. I hate to go too far back, but Dick Cheney is, you're going to get mad at me, but he's so dumb. <laughs> He is dope because this is the reason why. <laughs> I hate to go. I hate to go too far back. You're but, lucky you're black, man. If no, you're a no, white guy in the chair, oh, man, Teddy would out. be screaming at you right now. Yo, 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 yo. No, I think, think about go, how many. Think go. about how many of your friends <laughs> said some stupid ass shit. And you wish you could just shoot the fuck out of them. <laughs> he shot somebody and got got away with it. Clean, no trial, no, it's not no, dope, it's not no, dope. no, that is dope as fuck. <laughs> There's plenty of people I would shoot just one That's time. Corrupt. Okay, <laughs> this is the difference. One time. I don't this kill is, nobody. This is why he's not dope and the like the worst motherfucker alive, son. And he would easily be in that conversation because it's not just that he shot a man. In the face while he was hunting, just being a fucking reckless dude with a gun. Mm-hmm. He then made that man apologize for getting, getting shot in, the, in, in the, the face. Getting away in the, in the gun, yeah, okay. yeah. Would you that's, do that? Would you do that? I wouldn't do that, but that's dope as shit. You are not terrible, do you understand? But that dope as shit, though? That is not dope, son. The fact that you can totally flip a story. <laughs> you the vice president of the United States. There's so many other dope things when that not, you could do to a motherfucker besides not. accidentally shoot them in the face. And maybe that's what's the best time, better time to flex your power? <laughs> Watch in the woods. I didn't do it. Deep in the woods. Watch like, me. Watch you said, Monsanto you was said, started. Pop. Monsanto, <laughs> Monsanto was started by the Monsanto family, but their current CEO. Is Hugh Grant, but not that Hugh Grant. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, whoa, 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 what? How did we all pass over this one? How did we all conveniently forget that he... Uh, um, 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 I wonder if Hugh Grant gets a lot of shit from people who, like, who are just like start really digging into Monsanto, <laughs> and he just every now and then gets bombarded with some letters like, fuck you, man! I was a big Notting Hill fan until I saw that you were running Monsanto. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> no, no I, uh, uh, really, it's not... Um, I, um, um, I, <laughs> Good accent. 
I'm uh, judging people's <laughs> accounts. Apparently, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm impressed. I do a much better Jeremy's Aussie than I do a Hugh Grant. I don't, I don't. I haven't watched enough Hugh Grant to do a proper Hugh Grant impression, but I do know he stutters a lot like that <laughs> in, in the movies. I'm sure, like in private conversation, he's a lot more smooth. I got yeah. Dope Cat Williams. That's the only thing I got to compete with. <laughs> oh, yeah, go ahead. Nah. See, uh, oh, I, hate the I hate the pressure. I hate the pressure. I got it. I understand. He's, He's still like... <laughs> face was unfazed. <laughs> like, come on, I feel like it's been too long since I heard him. But that's that, like, that nasally... You know. <laughs> you know I mean? see? Yeah. I'm Cat Williams. I'm uh, Cat hey, that Williams. There you that go, worked. see? I'm Cat Williams. You mean to tell me on this very day in this Ooh, earth right now? Because <laughs> I sit good. here and take these beer nuts. <laughs> How Wait, dare you I laugh can't. at me? Uh, there you go. See? <laughs> Just need a little prodding. I told you, yeah, yeah, it's you that gotta, nasally thing. Once you get the nasally, you're good. You're good to go. Up. Dude, Cat Williams is a uh, oh. Shook Knight, bro. Shook Knight. I feel like that's the thing, right? Like any black ruiner of black entertainers. Is not it? ruiner, dude. Not ruiner. Because that's the thing. If you if you affiliate yourself with Shook Knight, sort of like the devil in a way. It's kind of like I gotta it's be careful because like, I'm gonna run into these niggas like tomorrow. <laughs> Shook Knight's gonna be waiting for a fucking Jeremy on the elevator. Like I'm giving up to saying that you were talking about me last night. No, no, no. Like, like, yo, I see them. Like, show me where you're calling. Like, 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 I don't. Never on purpose. <laughs> At first, I was like, oh shit, it's uh, Cat Williams and Shook Knight. Then it's like, oh shit, <laughs> it's Cat Williams. Out of curiosity, how does that come up? How does that, how is that happening as often as it is? Oh, comedy clubs. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I mean, they just roll and they're doing the whole, you know, I Tupac. Cat Williams is on a real. Oh, come on, man. You got to keep I up with know. the news, man. I'm just saying, like a month ago, he, he was retired he's... and he'll do a show. Well, no, I mean, he's in some real. He's I'm in real eclectic territory right now. He's in real eclectic territory right now. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's not so much that Suge Knight is the ruiner of okay. uh, careers, so much as uh, if you've affiliated with Suge Knight, that means that like you don't even know that the Doomsday Clock has already been ticking on you. You know what I mean? But, like, just it's just that, like, it's like if the angel of death was just like, yeah, it's like a meet Joe Black almost kind of thing. You know, like, Joe Black's just going to hang out for a bit, get comfortable. You know what? He's actually a really cool guy, but the devil's deceptive. He's, but Shook Knight, he's really cool. Cat, too. Cat I don't too. dispute that Shook Knight is probably laid back. But, you know, it's still like a, you know, man, like, I, I couldn't do it. I'm you know sure, yeah. Maybe one a couple times, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, I couldn't. You know. Look, I'm sure Suge Knight probably lives his life by very simple philosophy, as the young blood said. Don't start no shit, won't be no shit. You yeah. understand? Okay? I'm not going to go around fucking with Suge Knight. You know what I mean? If I'm right. in the same location, say, yo, what's up? Hey, what's going on? You know what I mean? Right. I'm I'd like be- to retract my previous statement, <laughs> which wasn't even a statement, more of a question. But I wouldn't even like to be associated but with Shug having Knight- questioned a ruiner. Sure. <laughs> And by the way, I like the devil. So when I say devil, I mean it's a compliment. I got three sixes tattooed on my head just to prove to you that I'm a big fan of the devil. Shook Knight's kind of like almost like a like a a bizarro Johnny Cochran, if you will. You know what I mean? Like you know, like if you affiliated with Johnny Cochran, it's like listen, you're in deep shit. (laughs) Things have gone terribly awry, but trust. Did you write that on the board? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'd go writing anything about Shook Knight on anything. All right. I just okay, put pit down. With yeah, no, he's like, wait a minute. Now that you mentioned Shook it, Knight is the new Johnny Cochran is going on. He's not like like Candyman. Like you can't say his name in a mirror. You don't or know something. that. Like, you don't know that. We are broadcasting live on the internet. I mean, if there's a knock on, if the he's door, got a lot of, it's either pizza he might have a lot of ears Knight. and a lot of. <laughs> is that actually, pizza or Shug Knight, <laughs> Land Shark? Um, hey, you know, it's a few people that I would run into. Like if I ran into them, like. 
I would shake. I want to shake their hand and just say, "So what really happened?" <laughs> you know what I mean, such nice one of those people. Like he would know exactly what the fuck love. I'm asking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is like um, when I met John Travolta. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked me right in the eye. He's like, "Hey, how you doing?" And I shook his hand. And I was like. So what happened? You know, like, <laughs> did you say that? No, I wanted oh. to. <laughs> he was like, "I love swordfish," because <laughs> it's so it's it's some it's fuck pe- John Travolta. He's a piece of shit. Uh, Let's why? look at it. Like, here's what happened. He made Is he on Chris. No, no. Let me just say this because <laughs> nobody talks about this. This is the thing that bothers me about John Travolta. Is that like. All right, yeah, he got popular with Greece way back in the day. Three times, son. As John DeVolta himself said, oh. I said three trends. <laughs> so he did his big Greece thing or whatever, and, you know, some kind of, you know, generation grew up and liked him and stuff. Then he made a series of terrible uh, acting and business decisions Shout and became basically. Nah, hold on. Now I'm not even to that point yet. I'm getting there. Yikes. Then, uh, but then he was on the, the 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 blacklist. Like, don't hire him. He's he's terrible for Hollywood. And Quentin Tarantino went to go make Pulp Fiction, and his number one request was, uh, I get I get uh, John Travolta, and he stood up for him. And the studio was like, we can't go ahead if you're going to have John Travolta. He goes, no no no, I need John Travolta for this. He's the guy I need for this. Blah blah. And it came down to the wire. Came down to the wire. Where at the very last minute they were like, fine, seriously, you're not going to make a movie about John fucking Travolta? And he's like, I'm serious. I have to have him. And so they were like, all right, well, it's on you. So then he gets John Travolta off the blacklist. And what does he do with it? Battlefield fucking Earth? (laughs) Face fucking off? Hey, sword <laughs> fucking fish. Listen, 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 a listen. series of hey, shit ass films. I like face off, but I didn't know listen, better. Ugh. Listen, listen. You can <laughs> say you a lot of things as about a lot as, of movies. That's good but cinema. You need to recant on face off because I will no. stab you in the face no. right now. So, how you? Do de- you know how cutting edge face off is to this day, was. son? Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. To that day. Let me. <laughs> I have a huge. Face off was dope. You I have a huge problem. I rode, I rode the ride at Kings Island. Face off. I have a huge. <laughs> I have a huge problem with not only this being written in a script, but at no point in the production anybody stopping it was when he walks into his daughter's room. Plot holes. No, when he walks into his daughter's room and it's the dad and he's being creepy and she's being creepy and everybody's just okay with that. That bothers me immensely because it's like that's not going to happen. If you walked into your daughter's room, some 16-year-old daughter, and you were, like, smoking, and you're like, Dad, he's got a new bag, and he's staring at your ass when you're bending over, like, you're going to be like, oh, my God, what the fuck happened to my father? Unless, I don't care how evil the motherfucker unless is. the family is just all bad, son. Unless it's just all bad. Unless he's been uh, molesting her That's for years. Bad. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. But, so, but they make case, it. But, off is still but they use, time, but they use that do scene. To ah, sex no, because they try to use that scene like, oh, I'm a, he's a I bad know, man. Know, you're like, right. he's not, like, yeah, he's a bad boy. Not That's like terrible. he's That's an terrible. evil man. Like, he's a bad boy. Like, look, look at this badass. He's so badass, he's going to go try to fuck his own daughter. And we're all just going to be okay with that. John Travolta probably didn't. Now, if you'd have put me in the role, if I was the lead of the fucking film, I'd been like, I'm not okay with this scene. I'm not at, at oh, any point on. okay with this. Don't no, that guy, if I would, if I was That's that high, guy, up, what, John Travolta like was pretty fucking high up. You could have, he could have said, "Listen, here's how you rewrite the scene so it doesn't look like I'm trying to fuck my own daughter, but he was and Johnny she's Cage, okay with though. it." No, but I mean, <laughs> he was, it is a fair point. It's a fair point, though. It's a fair point if you're asking 
talking about images of representation. Thank you. All right. And the daughter is complicit and she's not even like, oh, this is weird or whatever. There's a million ways that you could have staged that scene if you're going to include it. Yeah, she's straight up like okay? popping bubble gum. There's a she's million like, ways dad. that you could have done it as opposed Mm-mm. to fucking tying to some sort of weird pedophilic, you Ooh, know, am I turning out. Teddy around on Facebook. I mean? It's fucking. No, you're not. Damn. <laughs> How close? I'm just riding with you All on right. this one. I appreciate that. Okay. I'm fuck all y'all motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> Hey, I will say this. Face Off taught me how to stab somebody. Oh, my God. You remember seeing that? The thing when That's why. Did you say that to Josh Volta? Where you like, hey, uh, what's going on? You taught me how to stab. <laughs> can, I, can I say this? <laughs> let, me, let me just tell you about the, the stab. I'm on the heel. This, this. <laughs> Is that real? <laughs> let, me just, let me just say this. There is, there is no one in the, there's no one on the planet Earth that you could stab and have enough time to twist before that would move out of your way very quickly. If you stab somebody, they notice I immediately. Know, I've stabbed people. I'm telling you, they notice Wait immediately. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on a second, bro. You can't just... Hey, what if that was really good? <laughs> you don't even know you got stabbed. Uh, nope. I've been stabbed, you and I don't know why. I'm tell- it's, like, it's like you ever cut yourself accidentally like while shaving or like a razor blade, things like this. Mm-hmm. Real sharp, quick pain like that, you'll fucking... You notice. You, don't, you can but have I, I, But you know what? I've, I've been in such... I haven't been stabbed. But I have. I've been, I've been stabbed in the leg. First of all, Mitch, you need to stop confessing. I know, right? About <laughs> <laughs> we used to get into knife fights, like for funsies, knife back in back funsies. in back in Phoenix. When you were like a Michael Jackson video yeah, yeah, right. or something, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like yeah, a stunt double for funsies. We got knife fights for funsies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this? There's a, there's a there was a kid actually. Pirate high school? Did you go? Group of people that get my cutlass out. Then I just now we were in elementary school. But anyway, so elementary school. I remember but there was, was like third there was a kid, each other. there was these two hey, guys hey, get off the we used to we used to like play like Dungeons and Dragons and shit oh, together and they all grew up kind of together and I was outside of the group because I lived uh, several <laughs> miles down the road so I only hung out with them like once a month once after like elementary school I only hung out like once a month I'd go and see them and stuff and it was Jason and Kevin and Kevin was just like the leader of the, of the group sound like, knife names. like a real uh, well that's not what I'm saying we're not that's not who we were <laughs> So Kevin was kind of leader of the group as like he was just a charismatic like just one of those people that if he was like you're cool you just felt better as a human being you were like that guy fucking thinks I'm awesome like he was just that kind of guy D- nothing nothing malicious or anything like that I'm just saying he was like a charismatic cool motherfucker That's and when that. he paid you a compliment <laughs> no 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 he didn't stab anybody oh. he was too cool he got stabbed he got he didn't get stabbed either okay I'm sorry oh man it's okay so we used to we used to do Great. all kinds of things we like right. make like little duct tape weapons and like dumb shit like that just for funsies like i said <laughs> and then we got into like you know throwing stars and throwing knives and stuff like that and then somebody did columbine it was like hey that's too far <laughs> once again you're jumping stab. way ahead we can stab but shoot <laughs> then we were we were doing like we were doing like duct tape uh bat fights where we'd like wrap bats and foam and duct tape and like hit each other with them and they kind of hurt if you whacked hard enough but like they were pretty much all right so we'd sort of use them like swords and then we got into like throwing the knives at the bats and then we'd hit each other with those and then it just turned into like let's just hold knives and we'll kind of sort of parry and so on and so forth so i was doing that with the one guy and he and he reached out uh this guy jason 
who I had like a, a long history. His mother hated me because every time. Oh, oh, oh so this kill was you, some... son. No, no, no. no right? You got to die, Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it was funsies. Like, yeah, he was right, like, yeah. night fight for funsies. Here's, yeah. what, here's what would happen. You took the bait, you idiot. <laughs> this is the problem. This was the problem with Jason. <laughs> you want Jason was a, Jason was one of these like. <laughs> these bats. <laughs> Jason was one of these like rich kids that like lived up on the hill, so on and so forth. And he so would he like, insurance. he wanted to like, but he wanted to be like part of the, you know, the, the lower middle class or whatever. He wanted to be with the fucking the yeah. real. He wanted so, to be in the streets. So he son. would get himself into like these weird ass situations and, and yeah. encourage people to do like bad things and stuff. The moment that he got popped, ratted out everybody. So that his mom thought he was a fucking angel. Oh. So, uh, because he and Kevin like were, were lived like over the hill from each other, like he had to go over a hill to see Kevin and vice versa, and uh, uh, just walk up this fucking crazy mountain hill and uh, uh, Shadow Mountain, it was called, in fact. And uh, <laughs> there's even a high school a named after it in Phoenix, Shadow Mountain. So he is so basically he wouldn't blame anything on Kevin because it's like then he wouldn't have anybody to hang out with anymore. So he'd blame everything on me. So anytime something went wrong, he'd be like, "Yeah, so Mitch came over." And it was like, so we were doing this, this like fake knife fight kind of thing. And then he like went low and pulled back like that and sliced my ankle. And I just, I felt it immediately. And I was like, ah, and I stabbed. Oh, Mitch got him. Wait, wait. So you, dang, you retaliated. Like immediately. Cause wait, I felt, I felt the cut did immediately. Did like cut you in the Achilles, son? No, he, I could show you. It's like. I it's, try to see your oh, is it like a knife like fight wound. I still like have the scar. Like, like, like a ball graze. Like you just felt like. <laughs> just, like it was just, like, like, I saw him. He like, he like how went, he went that between. Dagger swing? He went between my legs, right? And like pushed up towards my leg and pulled back real quick. So he intentionally was like, oh, there's his leg slice. And I was like, ah. And the moment I felt that, my brain was just like, stab him. So I went, and, stab that motherfucker. And I this stuck it. And I, yeah, you called it. And I, who did, what is it, Marcus? And I, and I stuck it, and I stuck it in his leg. And that's what Marcus I'm saying. Yo. There was no time to twist. You stick it in his leg immediately. Box on both the moment houses. I did that, his fucking hand just fucking just hit my hand and he was jumped and kicked and fucking hey, ran. What'd you expect? You just stabbed the motherfucker. I know that. I'm saying that there's no time to <laughs> I then do like it. I explained it like, He's doing something wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, yeah, he's like jumping and kicking. I'm like, yo, hold still so I can twist. No, I'm not allowed to twist because too fast. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> you too fast for my twisting. So I'm trying to tell you, don't. No, I, by the way, I'm not saying. one chance I'm to stab he, somebody. I'm not saying he did anything wrong. I'm Why saying that. cooperate with the stabbing? I'm saying that based on the fact that I quickly, like when I felt the, the slightest little slice, I was like, ah. It was like reflex because my hand was already out. Then I just went ah and stabbed him, and then he immediately ran away. So that's what I'm saying is like that shit happens, and your your body is like get away. Do you th- that's just all there is do to you it. Think so. you win that case in court if you was like your honor. I stabbed no, him no, because of course he stabbed not. No, me. No. It was a reflex. I didn't even win that. I didn't even. I didn't even win that case with Kevin's mom, who for the rest of his life thought I was the guy who goes over to people's houses and stabs kids. To be fair, and I was like, "This is fair. your son's knife." To be I fair, I did not have this. To be fair, I feel really bad though because be like he and I had a falling out, and then he later. To be fair, I just found out like two years ago he died of cancer, and I felt really bad about that. Not uh, like it's my fault, but I felt bad that I didn't keep in touch with him because I really wanted to see how. 
you know, a grown-up Kevin was. Because he was so he was such a good guy, so charismatic. Love uh, Kevin. Yeah, so charismatic. Obviously not enough. That he let you take the fall for the knife fight, bro. No, actually, he didn't. He just had no... He had no... He was like, they were. we were having a little play fighting. But his mom just... And around. he said, Jason sliced Mitch, and Mitch... Uh, I think he said, like, he reacted. Because Kevin was funny like that. So he said, and Mitch reacted. But I mean, from obviously, now, again, Jason's mom wasn't going to stop Jason from hanging out with Kevin. Uh, but I you. was easy to kick out. My point, though, is so, that um, anyway, this is the reason way off the that deep I hey, never participated uh, in any kind of underground knife fight club. <laughs> <laughs> because there's not a lot of end games for you. Yeah, I don't, Do you know what I'm saying? If I'm in chess club, it's very rare that the end game involves a stabbing. Okay, But in knife fight club, yeah. everybody going to get stabbed. Yeah, sure, sure, That's part of the sure. club. I didn't get stabbed. All my hobbies are... Uh, <laughs> you got cut. What the fuck are you talking about? I know. And I, and I learned a valuable lesson about knife fighting that day. Yeah, if you get cut, <laughs> you're going to stab somebody. Or yeah, if yeah. you stab somebody, you don't have time to twist. <laughs> yeah. There you so go. When, so when Jeremy he, knows. So when up. he was watching yeah. Face Off, he was like, "Oh, this is wrong. This yeah, is a right. plot hole." Because yeah. I'm out. First of all, why did you make sure that your stabbing victim was more compliant with you? <laughs> There's no way you'd find anybody that willing to just sit there while you stab. I guess if you had him tied to a chair, I mean, yes, but like outside of that. I mean, you really—they'd have to be you, like you, you got a lot of stabbing fantasies deep down inside. You of know, it's funny. I'm though, when, you was, when you were telling your story, though, it reminded right, right. me of a similar situation. You had mentioned this, please with, do. With a, uh, a guy, like it was—it's almost parallel. I only think I wasn't involved directly, but I saw like, like everything instead of knives. It was. Oh like, wait, I did want to mention before uh, I forget. I'm sorry. I, we will go right back to that. But the the Smith and Wesson boot knife that I keep right here. Oh yeah, you'll I let, said you'll the, let it open the one. It. Yeah. I said I said this balance for throwing. Yeah, that's why that's why it's balanced because I know how to I know how to work with a knife that's balanced for throwing. This conversation was sponsored Sorry, by uh, Smith and Wesson. The good, <laughs> the good folks at Smith and Wesson. <laughs> 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 Smith and Wesson good, they make a they make a good boot knife. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was a similar situation, only it had more to do with uh, being gay, like <laughs> like how you said, like right, right. <laughs> like there was one kid. Who like a really big kid who was uh actually gay like and, you right, know right. In the area. like he was but you know it, that's how it always starts you know the little gay games the, the the kids play and shit like you know like uh sure, let's yeah. touch dicks or what what do you mean not touch dicks just oh. be like uh, different kind of gay games I don't, know, be, I don't know these gay games the kids play go I, on you never tried that when you were a kid you never like hey you got one too let's touch them like you no no that's, that's really I don't, that didn't happen in the hood. I can remember one instance, okay. All right. and this oh, is right. when I'm very young, and uh-huh. I was like, and this is, I was probably maybe like, uh, I'm sorry, I brought it up. Huh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. This is like, no, I, 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 love, like I, I love confessions of no gay games. I have no idea if this is what, I have no idea if this is what you're talking about. It's less of a gay game and more of like a sexual assault game almost. Mm. Uh, but there was this older kid. Uh, and I probably would have been like uh, pretty young still, probably like maybe like five or six or something. And uh, some kid I played with in the neighborhood, and there was like one day he was like, "Hey, like I was over at his house playing." And then somehow he's like, "Hey, let's like, play this game." I was like, "All right, cool." You know, we had been playing video games or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the game was like somehow we were supposed to crawl into the bed, and I was like, "Well, that's weird. That's a weird game." Do you know what I mean? And I was like getting down, and I kind of crawled. He started explaining, and I was like, "You know what? This is a really creepy game, bro. I'm a bounce." Uh, so like, I just peace out. Uh, from that, so I don't know if that's what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, well, uh, similar, similar, not that far gone. I'm, 
Because, like, okay, like, one kid. I'm like glad we can establish a spectrum. Like, right. like, basically, one kid would, like, take his shirt, roll up, and be like, hey, y'all. And be like, ah, oh, get away from oh, me. Oh, make it look yeah, like a yeah. bikini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, man, you. something wrong right. with him. He just run. Then, you know what I'm no, saying? That's definitely very and, different from what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you know, I got it. I got or, it. Or it's like somebody rubs, like, a, a shirt across your neck. Was like, ah, oh, man, what's wrong with you? Was like, that kid actually. It's all, like, most of them weren't, but there was always one that started it. But the thing is, when an adult would come, they'd be like, what the hell y'all doing? He'd be like, oh, it was him. It's like, no, you're the gay one. <laughs> no, you were, you're the gay one. You know what I'm saying? Sure, but okay. immediately went to Oh, that fingers. would have been me then amongst <laughs> most of my friends. I would, I'm usually the one that was like, hey, let's turn our shirts into so bikinis. So not and act only like we're are you for like stabbing people, <laughs> yeah. but, you're hey, but you're dressing up well. like a bitch. Hey, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't me. I was, I was a boring kid. Else to this day. It's cool. I was a boring kid. What was a young Jeremy Scipio into? Man, I was um <clears throat> fucking shit up. No, I was I was an artist actually. Um, I, I just, painting I, shit up. Listen, I went to an all black just school. Just because you play with Legos does not make you an artist. No, no, I was I'm a real artist. It's my natural talent. That's what I'm actually good at. Uh, but that's actually how <laughs> that's how I made friends. <laughs> no, like this comedy you shit. Still do this? Yeah. You still do the painting and yes. such? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is that it's, wait? You don't you got a canvas about to pull right out now? a canvas? Yeah. Like no, I pull it. You can't be like, yeah, I fucking do this shit right now. You no, can't hold on, I brought a like, canvas with me. Like, Sorry. To, anyway, so you play the gay game? We'll put up. We'll put up some of I didn't participate because I'm telling you, I was born kid. I was really born. So that, but you're saying so that was the story? I didn't mean to. Yeah, it just was similar. When you were thinking, I was like, wait. That was TJ. <laughs> but except for the knife, he had a dick. It was like, no. But yeah, so he rubbed like, his dick against your ankle and you stabbed his leg with your dick? No, nah, I'll tell you, I didn't. I was just a boring kid. I didn't even think it was like bad or anything. I'm just like, right. well, nobody wants to play with me. Like, <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy was painting <laughs> painting the scene in the corner, being like, if only they knew what I was working on over here. No, I got it. I got it. Like, That's pretty much, cool. I was like, you know, in class, you know, he had yeah, different yeah. types of kids. Like, yeah. I wasn't even in class clown. I was just like the dude with his head down, drawing, whatever. Were you, were you doodling a lot in class? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All the time. All you did is doodle. And then, like, my friends would, like, all my friends in my elementary school started out as bullies. Like, you know, like, you see the little, the um the coming of age so you stories. So you're a hoodlum. You were yeah, a hoodlum. straight from the hood. You're a hoodlum. Straight up from the hood. Straight I didn't up. say past tense. What do you mean? Uh, no, I mean, it's in my, <laughs> it's in my bones, you know what I'm saying? Listen, I have Teddy, to bring it out. The boys in the hood are always hoodlum. Uh, okay. <laughs> Think, Listen, but you know I what? You know what? Drop that lyric in about a decade and a half. So <laughs> well done. Let me just well done. You know what? Though? Bask in the glory of I, that moment. Well you know played, what? Though Mr. Carson, I stand behind the fact that I, I <laughs> really am a product. That shit. Sorry, I really right. am a product of the of that environment. Like straight up and down. Like yeah. Like you know, people. So your always, art is like mostly tagging. No, no, no. Well, I've, I've done that too. I got okay. arrested for that. Actually. All right, all right. But you know, like, so I never got into the tagging. Painting your primary. We'll put up some of your art on your uh, on your page if you send us some pictures. Sure. Uh, but so, is, are you are you painting? Are you drawing? Are you, are you sketching? What is your what is yeah. your sort of I primary mean, media? Maybe? Growing up, everything. Are you just bro. telling women to get naked, and you're like, I'll draw you real good. Done yeah. that before too. Um, sure. You know That's what I like? Only you know what I like about Jeremy? Every, like, it doesn't matter. And you still can't really pinpoint down, like, Jeremy's cornerstone artistry because everything you throw at him, he's like, yeah, I was tacking, got arrested. Bitches, yeah, doing that too. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, look at you. That's nice. very well done. This, guy, this is nice, a, uh, this nice a Ray Charles. Of Ray Charles here. Yeah. This is uh, very nice. Yeah, we'll put this up on uh, on Jeremy's episode. I am impressed. On the website. Nice very nice. Uh, I'll do one more. Hold on. Let's see. Uh, so, so you, so this is 
Do you primarily and that's not, by the way, uh, for people at home, this is not, this is not like, uh, we're just, you know, being nice, nice to him. It's very nice. I would have just been like, oh, but like, this is genuinely, there you go. There's Jay Z up in there. Uh, no, it's a, he's, he's genuinely, this is, this is quality. So quality how do work. you, so how do you, you could definitely draw some naked Get bitches. in more with comedy versus doing, uh, painting and, and drawing. Where where is that line between? You have know, you ever artistic. thought of doing a set while you were doing a drawing? Yeah, no. You could be like the dude in the All Star game. I'm gonna draw you guys laughing. You can draw a I'm set of your dude. set. I'm at, I actually I, I play piano also. Like I said, all my ha- all my hobbies involve. See, I'm, I have asthma, so all my all my hobbies involve not using. Like, so everybody's like, Jamie, let's go play tag. And you're no, like, look, hey, how about y'all come here? This piano and drawing are both yeah. fucking incredible skills. But so, um, I mean, the reason why I chose, you know what, I you don't. Do piano jokes like uh, what's his name Cal from the Magus? office? I'm also, no, 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 uh, um, from the Craig, office. Craig, Craig, Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, I, I, this is the main reason why. Um, my sense of humor, my brand of humor, is like a consistent fight against corniness. <laughs> like, and I just think, I just think, anything, I just think if you did like some like some like some like uh, thug type material, I'm not while sitting at a, while sitting I don't at a, think it's, no, I'm not talking. To, I'm just saying it would be fucking. You would like lose your. You would you would like you would laugh up. Your your own intestines if if a guy was like doing like some serious like thug style material or like cat williams style material while sitting at a piano and like playing you know just just the the well, well this way like ding 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 like this, even just like basic shit that was like let me tell you about these motherfuckers ding, 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 ding. like this is what i'd I lose my fucking shit this is what i do like it's kind of comical but i've never done it on stage like mm-hmm. okay I can't sing, but I can imitate singing and singers. It was all right. So all right. I would make fun of Those you know a genre or something or whatever. So kind of, but that's like mostly for women. Like mm-hmm. I said, like that's like my move because you know I tend to be a, a that's for your ladies. That's your ladies person. That's your boudoir. Move, you know what I'm saying like uh, yeah, because you know I have. I always say women date me because of my potential. You know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. I look like I can do something someday, but I'm not shit today. You know what I'm saying? Man. So oh, what I do? To us, man. Oh, so man. I play that. Let's go on the board. I play that up until I get to a piano, and that's when I get a little, you know, I put the yeah, little yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, Oh, my God, i never seen this out of you. And, you know, yeah, piano's like juggling. Like, like people don't believe you can do it until you do it, and then they're, like, wildly fucking impressed. Yes, yes. They're like, oh, shit, you actually know how to do that. Mm. I feel like the piano's also one of those things, too, because it's so classical, depending on someone's initial impression of you. Mm-hmm. If you can pull off something really well-trained... Like the piano, they're like, oh, fuck, I'm an asshole. Do you know what I mean? Like, I really judged the shit out of this dude. I did not think he was capable of something like this. It's a proven fact the piano has a way of making women single. Immediately. (laughs) (laughs) I was just playing piano for this woman. I was like, are you single? She was like, nah. I was like, Mary had a little lamp. I was like, are you sure? Dude, I can play that on my phone. I was like, are you sure? I don't think that's the one I'd go to. No, no, because I said, are you are you single? She said, she said, I you know, I got a I got a man. I was like, ah. So I played that. So I was like, are you sure you're you're not you're single? She was like. Uh, for 15 seconds, I said, that's all I need to bust in that. And I started playing some romantic-ass shit. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, oh, my God. So you don't even play the piano for the love of the craft. No, not at all. <laughs> for the love of the ass. Could give a fuck. For the love of the ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck. Now, I'm with you. I, I would even, do the same thing. Even, even as an artist, though, 
I'm not um uh, Hey baby, I'm check not, out this baller ass painting I drew. Yeah, I'm not but I'm not in the I'm not in for the little art stuff. Picture I did of your titties. I'm, I'll play you a sonnet. I'm not in the, I'm not in the look back to your question about comedy over I'm not in love with art though, be honest. Like I'm really just that damn good at it. It's just a natural natural talent. Yeah. My mother is so upset I didn't pursue it further. I did but I did I go to any, did you do anything for uh, you know, fine you know, performing arts or anything yeah, like I went that? to a performing arts school. And I and yeah. high school and in college and all that stuff. No, for college I didn't. Uh, visual. I was. Uh, I was in. Um, I went for jazz studies and visual art. Um, I sculpt, painted, everything. Um, truthfully, it's just too. There's not a lot of money in art unless, and it's it's hard to to define what's worth money. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to. So you don't enjoy it enough just to really. I enjoy the process. I could give a crap I mean, about the finished product. Right, yeah. So, I mean, it's like if you enjoy just kind of the natural. I mean, it's kind of one of those things. If it's something that you just have. I mean, I feel like it's kind of one of those things like you, like tennis players who are really naturally talented or some other naturally talented person. Like, yeah, like I'm really good at this, but I don't care. I, I can walk away at any point. I don't really get that much satisfaction. I get some level of enjoyment from it, but like I don't have the same love. Of seeing it through at the end, yeah. well, just kind of, I feel like that's kind of a little bit what you're saying. Also, because I'm partially lazy too, but okay, it's because I. But I mean, like, we'll get down deep in that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. You know, it's, <laughs> I. I mean, if it was if it was easy money to be made off of art, then yeah, I would do. It. You know, what I mean, if somebody would say, "Yo, I would pay you." If you want a poor black man from Cincinnati? Basically, is what you're saying. <laughs> you, I, but I, you, I get Scipio's might be uh, about be international pieces all over the world. <laughs> I just feel like if I could play the piano and I went to the improv and I'm looking over. At the piano that's always up there on stage, I'd be like, I'll do it. I'm not the fuck. Have you ever out, written you know? any any songs or anything yes. like that? Yeah, yeah. For ladies only, right? No, actually, um, it was you know a couple assignments. I mean, you know, we had to. So uh, ladies are school. Like you would school. you would trip motherfuckers out if you were like just doing your set and then you were like, man, I can't get over the fact there's a fucking piano on stage and you sat down and everybody just giggling. You know what? Like, and then you fucking started right? playing, like, <laughs> and you just started playing this shit. I love like, that oh, bitch. Man. I've just been like, My, listen, out of the one, <laughs> y'all overlooking the. Fact. <laughs> Yeah. You know that would yeah, kill yeah. if yeah, he yeah. fucking sat yeah, down yeah. and he my, would, like sat down like he's I making never, fun of it and he's like, "What is this fucking?" I can never play for him because yeah. my my voodoo for women would work. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we both be sitting in my apartment like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" I don't know. He's doing a night I heard you playing the piano <laughs> I, I down the wanted, street. And this uh, isn't this isn't the "Blow Me Now" song you're playing. <laughs> I just I, I just, just I don't know. Melody twinkling across town, uh, and I got in my car and I drove over here. Before tonight, I thought I was straight. Like six six. Most from now, I, Mitch is just gonna have like I'm gonna walk in and I'm like, Mitch, where did you get this piano from? He's like, oh, uh, funny story about eBay. Uh, you know. Is Jeremy coming back? Yeah. <laughs> no, I've been trying to. I've tried to like keep my. I've, I've bought like uh, like the, a MIDI keyboard uh, many times. I've bought like two or three of them now. Uh, they just keep breaking. But uh, uh, they are. Uh, you invested your dream, Mitch. It's clear. But yeah, and I've tried to like fucking teach myself the piano, and I'm just like, I I just have no ability. That's what started actually. I have, I have three guitars as well. And I can't play any of them either. That sucks. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> not a. Jeremy be the worst music coach of all the time. I'm the, I'm the kind of person right who gets now? like really. I fall in love with the like romantic idea of a thing, but then once it comes to like, oh, for five years you have to practice doing this, I'm like, fuck that. Uh, I'm gonna make a bad joke, but maybe you're black or somewhere down there. Uh, <laughs> Yo, I just thought I was lazy. Yo, I mean, it's the same thing like going I, to gym and shit. Like I'll go to the gym like if somebody's forcing me to. But no, seriously though, I've. Man, there's been a lot of things. I've had bright ideas for it. I'm like, yo, I, I really want to pursue this. I want to do a little deeper. Go, you know, go a little deeper. And then, you know, 
I look at two months down the road, I'm like, man, whatever happened to that idea I had? Like, it's, <laughs> I'm gonna do it again. And then three months later, just what you know. Um, but that's what happened with. Um, that's that's actually what happened with piano. Was uh, I initially just said I wanted to play piano. Literally, I looked at people playing. I'm like, yo, that's dope. I want to play. And how old were you? Much the uh, same way that he looked at Dick Cheney and Mark Shot. Like, <laughs> yo, they dope. He's like, yo, piano is dope. I need to get into that. I don't know. But things. How, how old were you in the, with the piano thing? I think I think I started around six. Um, yeah. Oh man, I got a little corny story. Did you remember? Do you remember your first I'm, time here? I remember first time. I started It's a very. It's a very. I started playing. That fight. You about to lose that fight, brother. You about to lose that fight against Corny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'll tell real real quickly. My my grandma used to go to church with my grandmother all the time. Oh yeah. It's gonna be real corny right now. Yeah. It was a. It was a whole. It was a whole. Let me get my. Let me get corny music queued up here. I know, right? Your grandma. You ain't got no hope, baby. You ain't got no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, you couldn't find it. Oh, we just wait. We just wait. We just wait. But yeah, my uh, my grandma used to take me to church. It was a holiness church. You know, you know what I mean by holiness. Holiness church. I know. You know. I know what I'm talking. Holiness church is the act like I never been to church before. But it's the stereotypical, like it's the yeah, opposite yeah. of Baptist. It's yeah. like they're screaming, shouting, people yeah, yeah. catching the Holy Ghost. Jumping there was one the when I first moved to Seattle. There was one of those like up the street. It was a very small little church, would be perfect for that kind of thing. And I used to just sit outside of it and like get high and listen to. Uh, the whole service because it was just like man oh. I was like they would never let me in there and I'm not going to go but like it, it was fucking so awesome to just listen to so go ahead yeah, but yeah I've, I've always been I'm, I'm telling you I've been a, a very boring I don't know I don't know if boring is the right word but like I've just always been like opposed to doing things like my grandma made me get in the choir but I wouldn't sing you know I would I would lip sync you know but I wouldn't sing bro I and, hated being in the choir at church dude I was, I was like I was terrified I remember I still remember the day that the dude was pissed that the guys were not mm-hmm. singing. He was like, "We're gonna do. We're gonna go around and just do individual. We can do solos and shit." And I was like, "Oh my here. god, this is ter- this is the worst church in the world." I hated it because every every chick thinks like, "Oh man, I'm an amazing singer," right. you know. But dudes are like, "Man, singing's gay," and then the gay dudes really talented singing, like, yeah. that. and that's like, <laughs> and that's like the domain for them in the church. You know what I mean, that's when like everyone is like, "I don't know, it doesn't matter how fucking gay you are, no, no one cares right now. You just got that voice." That's the Lord in him. That's, the yeah. Lord, yeah. Lord makes a little feminine sometimes. Yeah, right, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, especially like con- it was a confirmation thing or whatever. And you're just like, "Oh man, I fucking I hate myself right now." But there was um, I used to um, instead of singing and doing what I'm supposed to do in church, I used to kind of like <laughs> do like like play a little finger drums and uh, right, play right. finger piano or whatever. And they had recordings like like years worth of recordings of me just you know playing along or whatever. It's like it's just you know like it wasn't. I would never be paying attention. In church. You save those for the Jeremy Scipio documentary. I guess I should have. But. Uh, <laughs> There's a, I shouldn't say years, maybe I don't know. Anyway, my uh, so there, there was a there was a woman. You need like one or two. There was a woman. Uh, man, I hope I remember her name. Sister uh, Maddie Sue, I think Maddie Sue. She she was uh, at church. She would see me, and right. she was like, "Yeah, you." She said, "I feel like you're destined to do something great." Whatever she said that, and she was just like, uh, she said, you know, I see you always, you know, playing drums and stuff like that. So um, pretty much, she sent me a letter for my birthday, I think, and uh, she decided, you know, her and my grandma decided she was gonna be my my godmother, my god grandmother, and she she bought me a little piano, a little piano, and I used to play it. You know, and uh, I didn't know it was it was loud too. It was small, but it was loud. Yeah, it, was yeah. like, it was like it had like a lawnmower engine, like. <laughs> anyway, I played it uh, off and on, and uh, you know I learned little songs. Uh, 
Then my my mother, years at a time, a couple years later, um, my mother, you know, uh, decided to invest a little more into it. So we bought, she bought me a real piano, two hundred dollar piano, and uh, yeah, I, uh, I I took I took piano classes for a little bit, for a little bit, and I don't know. Somebody told my mother like. Look, if he wants to learn to play piano, he can learn on his own. My son learned on his own. She's like, all right, cool. She took away my piano lessons. Well, that's <laughs> the worst, bro. I literally that's had to the learn worst thing that ever happens to young black children with somebody like, yeah, he's too talented to be in that class. You know he can just prodigy himself. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah. Teach your ass. Teach your old ass. Ooh, it kind of worked, though, seriously. I learned. <laughs> seriously, because I, I, I learned uh, all the classical, the entertainer for at least. Well, it's uh, kind of like, I, I, learned feel like all by I feel like what happens is that you kind of get the, the chance. It's kind of a similar way, uh, even if you are. Um, you know, learning about various like philosophers and stuff. You know, because like you're learning about like Hobbes and you know Rousseau or whatever in social contract, but you get to learn at your own pace. You're not in school. You're not in a class. Someone's not dictating the parameters of how you have to learn or whatever. Right. And you can kind of jump around and sort of put together pieces on your own. You know, and in that sense, you kind of have an accelerated learning track. I feel like. Well, you know what? Uh, that's actually. I mean. To, the best way to to call me smart and dumb at the same time because it's kind of the truth. Like I was, um, <laughs> I always was like that in school. Like I was always learning my own pace. You know, even in church, I would read ahead. Were you one of those because, kids? And if, if you were reading, like someone had to read in class at a certain chapter in the textbook, and you would be four or five pages ahead. Why not? And then, and then you, you got called to read on, and you were like, "Fuck, I got to flip yep. back in time." I always did that, man. <laughs> and and I was like, I like, I like made sure that. Like stayed with us, but I was like, I'm, why wouldn't I just fucking read? Like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I actually like knowledge, but I just didn't. I mean, you didn't I like you course. didn't like being you didn't like having knowledge dictated to you. Yeah, I guess that's so. kind of the sense. Yeah, yeah. but in, and that resulted in me having bad grades. So at the end of the day, <laughs> it didn't matter. <laughs> like, to a young Scipio, knowledge was knowledge. I think the um my, my favorite grade to this day had to be. Uh, Seventh grade because we learned about all like the world history and uh, each religion, and that's actually the stuff I still know to this day. Was uh, I just ran ahead, you know? Then you were actually really interested by it. Yeah, I'm like people talk about this shit all the time. I don't know. I want to know what Muslim actually meant. I really just thought it was like a, a black guy in a suit. I'm not lying. <laughs> Dude with the last call with the last call on the corner with a bow tie on. Basically, I just thought like oh Muslim. Oh he. Oh that's the Muslims. Like they just hand out newspapers on the corners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's Muslim because he's a black guy with a suit on handing out newspapers. I thought that was the definition of Muslim. Jihad. Like, years later, Jeremy would be like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What do you mean the Muslim spectrum goes all the way there? I had to read. I had to read. And, God, you know. I don't know. I didn't, not, nothing ever was, like, on purpose. I, you know, just, Mitch, what kind of learner are you over there, Mitch? I don't know. I'm a little, a little of both. Uh, I probably more like. I don't know. I think. I think. Were you I'm burning the textbook in high school? Is that what you're doing? No, no. I'm not. I'm not playing. Uh, no, I think I was. I, I, I think it very much like if I want to learn it, I will. But like if I don't, I'm. I'm just not. And there's just no way to motivate me. Otherwise, if it's not an area that interests you, you're just not even gonna. Yeah. Fucking... Like I didn't do. I never did any homework in high school for. Yeah. Same here. Like I just all I did was uh, what well, is my my rule? <laughs> what what thing I've learned? Like a thing that I've, I've I've tried to like sort of like a theory I've run with my life is like the way. Well, like this is why I have a problem with homeschool. Is like the way that the high school prepares you for life in a, in a way that I don't think they mean it to. 
that oh, sort of do. the way that you they absolutely do. The, the way that you go throughout high school dictates to some degree a pattern that you'll follow for the rest of your life. Right. Like the amount of people I know that dropped out of high school, like in their fresh or their sophomore year when they didn't even need to, mm-hmm. not because they were getting bad grades, they just like dropped out. Are also the same people that I've known throughout my life will not finish anything. Well, also though, that's and I'm not, I'm not saying like, but as an example, mm-hmm. so what, what I learned in high school, mm-hmm. and this has followed me throughout the rest of my life, mm-hmm. is that I didn't do homework, and yet I wasn't necessarily disruptive or mm-hmm. you know a, a dickhole. It wasn't you know, and the teachers were like, "You seem like you've got talent," and you know that kind of shit. I'm like, you that's seem really intelligent. And so it was where's, like, your, where's your effort? Apparently, you'll be something someday, but today, yeah, like, <laughs> you ain't you. Yes, like apparently they were like they were like uh, you, you. You seem like a bright enough child to get this shit done, but you're getting terrible grades. Why is that? And I'd be like, I uh, probably uh, didn't do the homework. I don't care. And so they would say, Oh, well then, I'll let you make up the homework. Here's extra. Basically, mm-hmm. and so I would end up doing that in class instead of whatever they were teaching, and I would just follow that. So you basically so, just got in the cycle of just yeah. So so throughout my life, and and you know when people go like, oh, you just think the rules don't apply to you. I genuinely do not think rules apply to you. <laughs> yes. But you know what? Though? I will admit that. But I will you know admit. What, and I genuinely think when people go, what you're just special. You don't have to follow the rules. Yes. You know what? I don't wait in lines. When I go to Disneyland, I pretend I have a hip injury so I don't have to wait in any lines. Yes, I'm different. I will not follow, like, so to this day, any place I've ever worked, for instance, I follow a different set of rules than everybody else. Why does Mitch get to blank? I don't know. And I'll be like, because I'm just not going to do that thing, and I'm good enough at what I do that they're not going to fire me for not following that stupid rule that nobody else wants to follow either. Ironically, so I, don't, I don't know if we... I don't, I'm pretty sure he wasn't recording when we were talking about this. Ironically, wow. he just got hit by the tax <laughs> IRS <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. where the rule's not applying to him. I didn't necessarily want that on the air, but, you know, that's uh, oh, that's, a, that's a true... It's just like... No, but it, it follows. It follows the it follows the path. As they go, you got it. You, if you're going to freelance, you're going to have to work out your taxes on your own. And I was like, I'm not doing that. It's too much trouble. Why don't you just tell me what I owe you? And they were like, Well, it's a lot, I'm sure. And I'm like, Well, then fucking give me an amount. And then they came up with an amount and said, Pay it. And I was like, ah, I don't really feel like it. So they were like, All right, we will take it out of your bank account for you. You know what? That works out fine. Paying a several hundred dollar fine every four years, fine. Cool, yeah. do that. That's way easier than me working out my taxes on my own. So fucking do that. I don't give a shit. Do you know what is so good about I mean, that? It, it definitely it like gave me a hit because I did not expect so. all that money just disappearing on me. Uh, but you know what? If that's the rule, I will just make more money next year so that when they hit me again, it doesn't hurt as bad. You know what's great? <laughs> is that making more money. After we are what? Yeah, fuck knocking on the door 100 episodes, man. And I don't know if you can get more quintessential Mitch than just. Like, I did not see it going in that direction where you were like, you know, hey, the rules, they don't apply to me. Fuck them. And then just boom, son. Kick in the door. Not giving yeah. a fuck. That is amazing. That's, that's you know what's funny, just though? How it is. When we were talking. His, he was in his head the whole time, and all that was going. Wait a minute, this is me. <laughs> like, like, like he, 
He didn't prepare for that answer. He was revealing yeah, like that right. was coming out of his that heart. Was, like, oh, that was fucking Oracle yeah, yeah. and Delphi. Right so that was real testimony. Well, that's like, that's like I don't, oh, I, I hate working in like offices and shit like that. So whenever I get like an offer from some company or other, I always say, uh, and, and what's the possibility of me working from home and things like that? If they go, I don't do that, or we don't do that here, then I just don't take the job. I turned down uh, about a year, year and a half ago, I turned down a $120,000 a year job from Sony because they wouldn't let me telecommute. And I was like, you can suck a dick. I'll take half that money and work from home and be much happier. Because then I can, like, bang it out with some broad the night before, and she can stay the night, and she can just sleep in while I'm working. And that's all it's about. Right Same thing. Yeah. Jeremy has his pussy piano. over money. I think that's a quote. No, it's not. Money well, it's over more like actually. freedom. It's like it's, <laughs> it's the freedom. No, no, it's not right. the. Yeah, it's yeah. not you know because it's like, what am I going to do with one hundred twenty thousand dollars that I haven't already done? Pay your taxes. I'm just going to be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Probably <laughs> not. Probably okay, not. Okay, just pay more. Okay, okay. I owe a lot more. Hey, I'm not any better. I'm not any better. Jeremy lamps the boil and now he just tapped it. I'm totally kidding. You ain't no better than nobody. Look, I'm 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 right there too. I'm not you know I'm not not perfect. I'm just saying, like, I, I'm far, what, right. I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Like, I don't know how. You, I would do a lot of that. I'm curious, Tony, if you want to holler at your boy, <laughs> right? Are you? A, I'm sorry. Have you, have you been designing websites for fucking absolutely, Tony? Years? Absolutely, I have. Uh, sure, or 17 years? Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> of course, yeah. Well, well, like a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I do it. I, I suck. You don't kill uh, me. No, no here's, a, here's a question. Here's a question. Oh, no, I, I, I'm curious how you come down on this. This I think is one of those like. Uh, those 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 essential questions in life. Uh, I read this thing recently. Uh, the OK Cupid founder had, had talked about it. That there's like three questions that determine people's uh, uh, match, like compatibility. And it's uh, uh, have you ever thought about just dropping everything and giving it all up and living on a boat? Never. Uh, two is do you like horror movies? <laughs> I was gonna say horrors. And the third one uh, is, have you ever visited another country by yourself? No. Nope. Or traveled to another country by yourself? No. Nope. Things about us. Anyway, those are anyway. So I think I feel like this question should go in that list, and that is, we're all comedians here, so this is a, a relevant question. Oh damn! Uh, uh, That's not a good question, then, bro. <laughs> fucking uh, uh, Harrah's Casino comes to you and says, "Hey, we'll pay you." Uh, a million five a month for the next ten years, and you get our top suite. Wait a minute. Hold on. on. This sounds good. Hold on. (laughs) You get get the suite at the top of the hotel, right? You get a million five a month, and uh, you get uh, one month off every year, Uh, but you do two shows a night in our casino under the Jerry Scipio or Teddy Tutson banner. The Teddy Tipson Show, the Jerry, Jeremy Scipio Show, whatever it is, right? In your case, the Jeremy Scipio Show. It'd be really weird if you took the Teddy Tutson Show. So we're going to do a Jeremy Scipio Show. You're going to do two shows a night every single day for 10 years minus the one month of vacation. And we'll give you a million five a month. Do you take it? Yeah, but only because I'm like you. The rules don't apply to me. So I'll probably take the job and probably get fired after the first year. Because I only need one million. Fair. <laughs> yeah, you think it's a 10-year contract. Yeah, right? I ain't going to be up on no three. You think they don't have, like, fucking contingency plans for that shit? They'd fire you. They you wouldn't get me. any of that money. They have to kill me. They can't. I, I like How much is guaranteed? Jeremy's going to negotiate so much guaranteed yeah, money. That they don't do that. It's enough guaranteed, bro. Yeah, they, they don't pay you. They don't pay you until. 
like I think this is we're gonna do this nah. NFL style. That's why I didn't join the uh, Let's uh, army or the war or nothing like that. I don't do the. Let's little. suppose they don't pay you the first. They they pay you at the six month mark everything they owe you for the previous six months. Actually, believe what it. What kind of fucking baller am I, son? On a, I can't go. Teddy, six let's just suppose. Life. Let's. Well, you're living. <laughs> you're living rent free in in the top hotel. Get to eat. Get to sleep. <laughs> and you don't have any oh, bills. You would have. You would have zero bills. Let's be, let's be fair. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. I don't have any bills not know about anymore, son. All those bills are just—it's a weird purgatory. No, no, no. Until what I'm saying, money no, no. What I'm saying is, you're <laughs> talking. Hold on. What I'm saying is, you're—if they give you the fucking the top, they're like, listen, this is like like Carrot Top's deal, basically, and George Carlin's deal as well. Uh-huh. Uh, Penn and Teller, kind of, but they they wouldn't bought houses instead. But you can leave, though. You can leave though. But what I'm saying, like Carrot Top, I've seen video no, of can't. his fucking of his quarters at uh, I think it's at the Rio. Uh, I've seen video of his quarters. It's it's a fucking mansion in this hotel. It's it's enormous. It's like you know ten times the size of this fucking apartment, and um, it's like an entire floor basically is is just for him and whatever the hell fuck he wants to do. They obviously that's rent free, given obviously unlimited room service because they know at this point they know what his bills are. They know what his room service is going to be, so nothing's going to surprise him. So fuck it, that's free. Uh, Obviously, he's got a car service anywhere he wants to go. So, like, what bills are left over? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got kids to feed. What do you whatever. Think that's, part? <laughs> well, this is I. I can tell my answer, but I'm going to get Teddy's answer, then I'll tell you my answer. So, You're, so, so they're saying, okay, right. give us ten years of your life. Right. You got to do two shows every single night for ten years, but you get a month off every year. Uh, we'll pay you a million five at the end of every month. I was just talking about who? that six-month thing because he was talking about skipping out after a month. And who are they? I'm not, so if, I, if I'm not Harris not, Casino, Harris not gonna This is not an unreasonable. This yeah. is not an unreasonable thing. Okay, this so could very we well happen. Eliminate the Scipio paranoia factor. Okay. Sure. So All that's right. the deal they offer you. Hands in, they they hand you a contract. The moment you sign it, that's it. You're on. There's no, you walk, or you there's walk no, away. Do I have no out clause in this? I, I have not. Be, I have negotiated no like. Well, I'm sure health years. health problem. Seven years, I can I can I can negotiate out or whatever. I can opt out. They don't pay they're, they're, they're making. They're, they want ten years you, or out. Ten years. Yeah, they okay. want right. you to sign a contract for ten years. Which, by the this way, is like right this now. is very common. I know how common it is, son. Right. I get okay. It. Okay. It's like what's well, so something like right now. Let's. I mean, I just mean in general, but let's say right now. Let's suppose you knew you could do it. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, I'm sure that you're thinking to yourself, I couldn't do an hour a night, two nights a week, or two days a night, two times a night. I absolutely would turn that down. That's not worth it to me. Ever in your life? Ever in my life? <laughs> yeah, I probably would not do that. So. Okay. Well, t- first of all, yeah, a, ten year, a ten year, a ten year window locked into, and this is, and this is something that you and I have talked about a lot. We've even talked, yeah, yeah, we've talked yeah. about yeah. It on the show before. Yeah. yeah. But I'm still young. Um, first of all, Mr. Beer Nuts, uh, settle down over there. <laughs> okay. Can you hear settle it? Down. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Beer Nuts over there. Yeah, everybody uh, can hear you. Uh, everybody, son. Uh, even the factory that they made up can hear you, okay? <laughs> uh, what I'm trying to say is, for me, as as a performer, um, and sort of what I attempt to do on stage, and sort of factoring in Vegas and probably the audience that I'm going to get, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Um, Fair. There's no real dollar amount that is going to make that worthwhile for me because I'm limiting and uh, uh, I'm limiting so much of myself and my opportunities mm-hmm. with this 10-year window. If it was five, I might be able to consider it. But ten, definitely not because mm-hmm. there's so many things that I feel like I need to be able to do Especially at the same time that I can't 
have one thing that is so predominant it prevents me from being able to be flexible. Yeah, because that that goes back to the thing that I talked about. That I don't, I do have, I don't have, I don't have the faith and trust that I have a lot of time, so I can't really lock myself into some sort of long term deal mm-hmm. unless it is fundamentally about providing me some sort of flexibility. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? The only long term deal I'm ever going to lock myself into like that is marriage. If mm-hmm. I ever do that, okay, mm-hmm. that's it, son. So you thought you your girl? Okay, you're just gonna burn everybody's I'm fucking shit. Sorry. You want to work? You're the I'm shittiest. Sorry. You're the shittiest guest. First of all, you're <laughs> eating. You're eating. You put his shit Something on blast. Punchy. You put me on blast. You are the shit. Put me on blast. Yo. You are, well, we are because you're a terrible guest right now. That's what we're putting you on blast this for. Is, this is fun. You are awful right now. <laughs> Damn, son. Jeremy, have you stopped beating your girlfriend? <laughs> Uh, no, son. Uh, that's not changing. I, I, no, I, I will I say, am man with, I am a recluse with uh, no uh, obligation. I, 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 I will, right I'll now, say okay? this. I, I, I have about the same answer when it comes to the Vegas thing. It's the same kind of like, I don't think I could give anyone 10 years of my life uh, that, I, that, that didn't afford me ridiculous amounts of freedom. Even though, for the past 10 years, I've basically just sat around in Hollywood. <laughs> so it may as, I may as well have been making yeah, a million Yeah, but be doing things, and this is what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 no. I get, gets that's the thing is, I have turned down many, like, multi-year contracts, like, design-wise, to, like, work on huge projects for, like, ridiculous amounts of money, and I've turned them down because I'm like, oh, two years. Oh, I don't know how I could... You know what I mean? And it's like, meanwhile, two years later, I'm like, man, I could have used that fucking, you know, hundred and something thousand a year or 85 or 90 or whatever the fuck. Like, I could have used that in this time that I've been struggling had I gone for it. But I don't, it's really hard for me to give up the, uh, call it an illusion of freedom. But that feeling of like, at any point, I could fucking just go, boop, I'm out. Well, if you, that's if, the hard part. Well, honestly, like the question, of all, Jeremy's going to take the deal. We, no, take the deal. we got it. We got it. I, I joke, but seriously, you're asking. <laughs> Wait, no, no, you're, you're putting asking. us on blast. You're going to joke on a serious topic. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. Look, I'm with Teddy. You are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. Look, we, we, we Crunchy all, McGee. you're asking yeah. the wrong. Give me a damn plate of corn. Thank you, thank you. I'm done now. You're done? At 8.30, you're done? I decided I was there. Look, look. Crunchy snacks, McLoudmouth. You're asking the wrong. putting you on blast. Look, look. You're asking the wrong people anyway because, look, we are, this, like, that question does represent what we are. We we decided that that lifestyle wasn't for us. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure we all came to the crossroad where it's like, yo, I can work a job. And be fine, you know what I'm saying? Right, but but what I'm saying is Carlin took that deal. Uh, Carrot Top took that deal. Penn Teller took that deal. And probably not for uh, 10 years, but at least. I mean, they still. Carrot Top has definitely been Carrot there. Carrot Top. He's is, been there for I fucking mean, 15 they, years. They could, they could leave, leave, though. Penn George Teller had been there for 20. Yeah. George, George Carlin was, I think he did sign a 10 year deal. And I mean, you when take you take it after your. I mean, obviously, a lot of these people are taking it after their careers did. Yeah, oh, Grant. Okay. Don, Don Rickles. Don Rickles but has been still, doing there for 25 but, years. But here's the other thing, that, and this is what I feel like is kind of what I was trying to get at, is that sense of. I, there's a part of me that honestly cannot wait to not be a comedian anymore, and I feel like that is what sort of separates oh, me. Those. What do you mean, one of those? <laughs> like Eddie Murphy, man. No, you no. A certain point of fame. No, no, no. It's not about fame, actually. It's not, and it's really about the fact that I'm really tired of being in a craft with a bunch of fucking juvenile assholes. 
And that's my problem. No, because at some point, I don't want to be a comedian in the sense that when you tell people that you're a comedian, they don't respect the craft. Because the people that I'm practicing the craft with are doing it at such a base level that why the fuck would I affiliate myself with you guys, okay? When I do what I feel like I need to do comedy-wise to fulfill my own obligations, I'm out, and then I'm fine. And I can understand why Eddie Murphy's like, why the fuck would I come back and entertain you, motherfuckers? You're ungrateful, first of all. You didn't appreciate me when I was there. The fuck would I come back and do it again? And I totally get that. It's that sense of, I didn't, I, I like, I talked about on the show, I don't have any memories of writing jokes until after my dad died, right in front of my face when I was 11. And so part of, part of me at being a comedian was understanding why do people become comedians? Normal, well-adjusted yeah. people do not become comedians, okay? I No, that's a fact, son. This shit is not disputable, B. No, no, I'm not, I'm not, come, come on. No, no, let's finish the point. I'm not, I'm not arguing. But what I'm saying is, at some point, I don't want to keep being this crap. It's that same sense of, like, if I had kids and my kids became comedians, a part of me would feel like I was a fucking failure as a parent because there's a million things that you could be funny at. Do you know what I mean? You could be a really funny fucking anything in the world. But if you're a comedian, something at some point went terribly awry. And I would like for my kids to not have to walk that path. Well, I don't know. I, cause I, the reason I became a comedian, like I said, I wasn't the class clown. I was the dude behind the class clown. Like, look at this idiot. I wasn't, and, 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 I wasn't a class clown either. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the world's most hilarious pallbearer. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, I like I became a comedian for uh, a slightly different. I mean, like, I will say that um, I felt like, you know, like things that happened were kind of fucked up. You know, of course. I mean, you know, but that's kind of like the average American. I feel like I don't feel like no. I was different. Average let's, American let's, let's, does not become a comedian. Look, look, look! Not that I become a comedian, but just as far as like just being a, you know, you can you can ask ten people sob stories. Ten people give you sob stories. They think theirs is the worst. Yeah, bro, the you world was terrible. Look, no way. I'm trying to get something out. Look, I. I, I honestly feel like I'll always be doing this just because I get a thrill off of honestly like stand up uh, stand up comedy is a medium for me to speak my mind you know what I'm saying so even in my my fame or my money if everything is well off I will still have a need to express myself um, maybe I won't be a comedian maybe I'll even be a preacher but there, there will always be a need to formally express I, I, myself. I agree, and, and, that's, I love and that's and that no, that's that's what that was kind of my entire point. Which I recognize very well. And what I would love to do is broadcast journalism. Is to do is to be a journalist. Okay, in that sense. Yeah. But if you are a young black kid in Texas, you realize that if you want to be a journalist, fundamentally to do it at the elite level. You have to realize that the vast majority of your audience isn't going to accept what you're saying of because course. of what you look like. Okay? So go with me here, all right? If you are operating on that perspective, then you, you're going to have to take a much longer path. If that's really the thing, that kind of like you in art, okay? Journalism and everything that that entails is that same thing where it's like it's so effortless to me. I don't need to go to journalism school to learn the things that you are learning incorrectly. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. In that regard, okay? <laughs> All right? It's in that sense where it's like... I your sarcasm. It, okay? And it's, and it's kind of the same thing with comedy where it was like I didn't feel a rush to ever get on stage because I was writing and fine-tuning things. And I was like, I'm not really in a rush to do this thing that I know was only because I'm fucking really depressed about the world. And I know that I offer these people a release of something that I will never get. 
That's what I'm getting at about comedy and the comedian sense where I cannot wait to give that up, man. I don't like there are some people that we all know who need that forever. Okay? And I don't need that, man. And that's something that I have recognized about myself as a comedian over the years. And it, it, it's something that has become more and more to the surface where I feel like if the scene, especially here, has been inundated with a lot of people where, I, I mentioned before, I feel like most of them should be on fucking therapy. They should be in couches in therapy because your stand-up acts are not funny. There's no, You have yeah. no point to the craft. And so at some point... You can't let them affect you. I, but they do affect me. They do, though. They do. They affect everything that I encounter. Just assume that you're smarter than people. I already assume that, fundamentally. You, you still affect to... me. I do. No. I do, though. That makes, I mean, like, you're, you're, you're being very passive here about something that's very real in a sense which is like i i don't want to be like it's one thing to work to improve the standing of a craft in the eyes of society man it's art like you said <laughs> comedy is art and no one fucking appreciates it and part of the reason that people don't appreciate it is because a vast majority of the people practicing the craft don't respect it and at some point dude i'm not gonna keep fighting a battle to make people fucking respect the craft and stop paying lip service well this is where you just do you okay? i do me but that doesn't mean do i want to keep doing it forever no. can you understand that no like, I, I understand that's what i'm saying i understand like, i'm gonna do me but part of doing me is realizing that i'm only going to do me for so long because it's a fucking and i don't want to host shows with you fucking assholes yeah. look do you know what i'm saying i understand that's my point look, look i understand anybody like because everybody has a different path or thing but i'm just saying that the opposite just be, like just because you choose that anybody who doesn't choose that that don't mean that they're like you know, beating a dead horse. There's still uh, uh, a lot of them are still, beating dead horses. Though. No, Chris Rock. I, I look forward to everything. We're not talking about Chris Rock like, in the world, bro. We're not. I'm not talking about the Chris Rock. No, I'm saying. World. I'm saying like I would. I, I would still want from from the talented people. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about the people who aren't talented. They'll disappear. They'll phase themselves no, out. No, they don't. They don't disappear. They'll phase themselves If America out. has proven one thing, it out. is that talentless people do not disappear. They'll phase themselves out, man. Well, I mean, VH1 is a testament to the fact that talentless no matter, people now, do not disappear. No matter, but but no matter is, how I much you get... I will not accept that talentless people disappear. Hold on. No, no, hold on, no, hold on, no matter how powerful you think they are, they still get the respect Let me try to bring a little record. When it comes to comedy... When it comes to comedy, talentless people, I don't know that they necessarily phase themselves. They get phased out automatically. Yeah. Like, if you can't I get booked, wholeheartedly. Yeah. You can disagree, disagree but the facts bear it out. No, they yeah. don't at all. The people who, the the people. People, people who like, really can't hack it are, like, it's, it's the amount of times I've heard of people uh, who are famous comedians who started by going, like, an improv class mm -hmm. or, like, went to uh, uh, just a comedy writing class, something like that. And they're like, there was 53 people in a class. None of them were doing comedy a month in. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So but that's all overwhelmingly the case. And then there's a lot of comics who uh, just you'll never hear about. You will never, ever hear of. Right. And they'll, they maybe tour around the country and do little shit gigs, whatever. Mm -hmm. There's thousands of comedians that we've all never heard of. And then there are then there are the people like your... Um, then there are your your Carlos Mencias, if yeah. you will, and a Carlos Mencia goes from uh, just just being like hot for the moment, and I'm not sure how, but he was to like falling off the radar once people were like, I'm fucking. Now so if, you if, need if, public if, examples, right? Of those, if, the, but if you if you have if you got tour, somebody man. if you got somebody like His name is viable. If you got somebody like your your Chris Rocks, your Louis C.K.s, your George Carlin, you know what I mean. 
they they will continue to do new shit. People will continue to see them, and they'll be in the spotlight. But some uh, comedy conveniently, because you can take like uh, un, uh, the different like like uh, who was that guy in the fucking nineties that made NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, uh, Ninety Eight Degrees, Perlman. Lou Pearlman. Thank you. You couldn't have a Lou Pearlman of comedy. Yeah, you, you could not have a guy say like, "Oh, you're attractive. I'll teach you. I'll write your jokes and teach you how to say them right." Because the moment the, heck, is fair. the moment not, you have a heckler, did though. But I think he did. He took attractive like people that. and taught them how to sing and dance and wrote songs has a way for of them. Doing, comedy has a way of of really breaking you down. If you're not, there are people who have all the backing, who are, are, are even talented, and they um and they they they're making million dollar movies with and they've acted with the best actors from Keanu. There's this you know what I mean, but they still aren't getting the respect of the higher what, 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 I mean, I feel like you're using a lot of, I feel like we're using a lot of different metrics here that are being floated around. You were speaking more of respect of their peers kind of thing. Not just you're talking about talent everybody. rising to the top of everybody. What I, I don't I mean I don't I what don't I'm saying is that often yeah there hold on. Oh what I was saying when you were in the bathroom is that there's oftentimes a lot of there's, there's there's right now thousands of comedians in this country that are touring that we we've never heard of and might never hear of. And they're they're phased out just by the fact that nobody gives a shit. Mm-hmm. They're not. If they're not going to improve at all, they will stay where they're at. The only way they're going to get bigger is if they change and get better, and yeah, more people many, recognize that. Yeah, dude. But I mean, on the same principle, though, how many people have gotten big and into prominent places mm-hmm. on some real hack shit and Let never grew? Let them, dude. You are so I mean, smart. Wait, oh wait, who they don't you, affect who, us. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How do you say that they don't? Wait, no. Hold on. I want to know. I want to hear an example. Holy shit! Give me some examples. I'm just curious. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon is one. Nick Cannon is terrible, dude. I don't understand. I do not understand Nick Cannon getting work. Good. No, I'm. I'm. I'm painfully. This is not me challenging. I'm. I'm painfully curious. Who you consider among among people who rose the top on hack material and stayed there? Oh, Whitney Cummings, dude, is terrible. I do not think she's good at all. She's got three shows on television right now, bro. Oh, she's just that is she's good at something. No, she what? At networking? Phenomenal. Not just networking, man. What it is takes, she good at? Her, her shows are not good. They're it not does good. not take talent. So that is the biggest myth but, in this right, fucking okay, city. All right, it does not take right, talent but, to get a television show. But, all right, look at this. Give that look at this. Look at this though. Look at this though. Do you really think? Whitney is going to be held as one of the greatest shows of all time. Do you think it'll be on the same level? Does it matter if she gets the fucking opportunity in the first place? You're missing the larger argument. She's not getting your way, dog. She's not in your way. Oh, my God. Not for a second. How are you going to tell me that she's She's not not in my way if the entire industry is basically throwing money and resources at this and saying, if you affiliate in this kind of direction, we'll give you this kind of shine. Meanwhile, a podcast of a certain variety isn't going to ever be fucking acknowledged by larger comedy circles. Man, look. I mean, I don't, I mean, what look, look, if you don't believe in so talent, no, I'm not, I'm right not, now. no, no, if you believe, if you, if you really believe in your potential, can I get a one? <laughs> if you really believe in your potential, man, like, seriously, like, you know what I mean, like, just, just work hard on your craft. You are saying a lot of platitudes it's that not, don't no, mean anything, dude. Working on your 
potential. Very bitter, dog. It's like, not it's just... bitter. It's not bitter at all. It Look, is acknowledging the reality in the sense that, listen, at some point, you have an industry controlled by a very certain select amount of people that decide that, hey, these are the things that we're really going to acknowledge. And so that trickle-down effect limits the opportunities for other people doing other things. That's not bitterness. That's nah, acknowledging man. reality, nah, there's, man. There's, there's, there's enough spots for people who are really fucking dope. And if, and and look, you're still young. Though. Unfortunately, you got to not use that word anymore because it's been tainted with your Dick Cheney and your, <laughs> and, your and your Marla shots. Ser- but seriously, so you can't say dope anymore. Well, I'm afraid ser- you've killed that word. Oh, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> but I'm trying to I'm trying to trying to speak to his heart. He seems hurt. You know I'm hurt, man. Look, Keep projecting shit. Okay, I'm well, pointing out a reality, dude. I don't, I don't, I just disagree, man. You're gonna tell me opportunities aren't limited for people with our kind of comedic I think perspectives. There are people, I think there are some really good comics. They're gonna get some even better opportunities, and they will last. Where are they longer, gonna come from? And gonna Who's going longer? to give them those opportunities? Anybody. Who's Anybody. going? No, give me some names. Why well, give you a name? I give you names of people I know. But what's the I'm point? not. T- I'm talking about where the opportunity is gonna come from, Jeremy. Same places. Same places. NBC. All those places. Any name. You know what I'm saying? Like Yasser Lester's writing for uh, the, that that show that uh, <laughs> uh, Black Dynamite. Uh, yeah, Cedric Yarbrough was doing. As an example, and you that's, can't be so that's shut down, man. Let's talk about network opportunities, okay? Let's talk about big time network opportunities. All right, all right. Let's talk about those specifically, Jeremy. Go ahead. Are they giving out opportunities? Who are they giving out those opportunities to? Who have they been giving out those opportunities to? What do you want me to say, white people? I don't care. No, I'm trying to ask you. Well, you're telling me that these opportunities are going to come from somewhere, so I'm talking about these specific opportunities, man. man I'm not. I'm not even on here to argue with you. I'm not bro. trying to argue Look, with you, I'm but don't you. call me bitter and don't tell me that I'm fucking bitter when I'm trying you to point out a fact. You sound bitter, though. How is that bitter when I'm pointing out a hard reality, dude? Those opportunities at those places have gone in the opposite direction from when they used to be. That's things, not bitter. That's things, acknowledging reality. Things things tend to move towards chaos. Yes, but there will what? be. There will always be talented fucking people that will get opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Don't be afraid to work harder. There's nothing wrong with that. We run a podcast in Hollywood There's and nothing th- wrong with that. We, oh, you're talking to the wrong people about working harder, dude. You're ta- I mean, like, I understand the message, you bro. Can't, you, can't be, you can't be global and uh, and be personal at the same time. You either be talking about the global spectrum or you're talking about you. You know what I'm saying? Like you get, you sound like you get mad when I say you, and then when I say, oh, well, you know, globally, no. it's just like, look, look, I'm speaking globally. I'm not okay. talking about you specifically. I right? understand that, dude. So I, understand I believe that. overall that if the talented people that will get tremendous opportunities and they will last longer and be and and they will rise to the top. And not that you cannot convince me that I'm wrong about that because I believe you name no matter what this bullshit is that you just went through, we name the top five comedians of all time. We can agree, even no matter what the list is, they will be legit. Comics. Okay, fine. Let's take you an example saying? like Richard Pryor, though. When Richard Pryor got his contract to make four movies, okay, when he got his big production deal and he signed Jim Brown, all right? And he got his opportunity, right? Yeah. Everyone loves Richard Pryor, right? Everyone loves Richard Pryor. Okay, when he got that opportunity, one of the things that was pointed out was that he got a really shitty fucking deal from the movie studios, man. They gave him shitty budgets to work with in comparison to Over everybody who? else. Over, Over everyone name somebody, else. Name somebody, please. Over any other fucking Come on, name somebody. You, know, you tell me name some names, let's name somebody. People who were working in the 80s, Come on, bro. name somebody. You make me name somebody, I'm telling you to name somebody. Any other... Yours is... Mine is... 
current people that you know what I mean yours is somebody from the right. past you can name somebody well, on, to be fair let's not I don't want to quibble over names it would be silly because who knows what name my point is this name. is that they're not prior no matter what they do no matter how much money they make they're still not getting the respect of Richard Pryor who is unanimously held as one of the greatest and my of point, all time. and my point so to why you, would you even point, let that hold on hold on and I think what uh, part of Teddy's point is in spite of our undying respect for him and his leading the fucking way and original as he was, the point that Teddy's making is even in spite of all the respect, at the end of the day, that didn't get him anything extra from the studios. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who give, They didn't give a fuck about anything that you're saying accolades-wise, dude. It still wasn't enough to get him the they, same they clout him that, kind that of someone like a Bruce Willis was getting. Arnold they gave Bruce it to Arnold Schwarzenegger. They didn't give He's a not, fuck about those accolades. And my point to you is why, man? And that hasn't changed, dude. What, so I mean, don't what are you doing it for, though? What are you doing it for? To what are you change doing that, man. That's not being well, bitter. It, but I, don't, don't sit dude, here and go Don't call me bitter. Don't call me bitter when I'm acknowledging You sound bitter when you're getting angry. Like 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 I'm that's, doing it too. That's being passionate, man. No, I'm passionate too. No, but don't. So? Call, I don't call you bitter for being. It's that, fucking, uh, it's it sounds, how does it sound like I'm so being bitter? So now you're getting hung up on the word bitter. Yes, because I feel like All that's, right, that's I apologize for calling you bitter. But you're, you're, you're screaming right now. We kind of like felt like you were being very disrespectful in using that terminology, dude. I said you sound bitter because, like, up to, look, I'm talking globally. You said you're getting personal. Right, but so if can you, you, can, you can you can you acknowledge the fact that he insp- I recognized your point that you were making and saying on top of that, they didn't give a fuck, man. I was never not acknowledging your point. You came at me and called me bitter. That was the thing that I got I upset think, about. Because wait, I think you're, because you're, let, wait, let, 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 let me get out what I got to say right, and, then right, he can, right. and then you can go back to that. Basically, Anytime I feel like where you put a cap on what can possibly happen, I like yo like it's like it's almost like sounds like you gave up. I then that's and that's I don't I don't believe even if it was you or it could be somebody else, the things can change. Okay, well here's you know what I'm saying, and I don't I don't. Can I present a counterpoint then? Because I don't think that it's being a, a being a negative by saying this is a cap on what can happen. So much as I am saying that. Even if you reach certain heights, there are still certain realities that will happen. And I think we both know that, Jeremy. But I still feel like at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, like the spiritual war of things, that you, the, the, the strong survive, the, the better the better gets respected more. And that's weird. Hold on. Here's a, here's a weird uh, 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 comparison. Um, when you take, for instance, and this is what I think that um, – Richard Pryor specifically, I think that he had a habit and a and a uh, dare I say like a like a stereotype almost a, a history. Thank you. That's the word I was thinking of. I said thank you. <laughs> thank you, my brain for thinking of it. He had a he had like a history of of like violence against his wives, uh, drunk driving, shooting his tires out, drug uh, mm-hmm. problems, drinking problems, you name it. Uh, I don't know if that affected the deals deals that he got back then. But then you take somebody like Eddie Murphy, who, by all accounts, the worst he's done is punch a transvestite. And uh, other than that, though, he's been pretty fucking squeaky clean and still making movies. And definitely, even in the 80s, was getting way more money than prior. And I wonder if that would have a huge uh, bearing on it. Schwarzenegger as well. Schwarzenegger, by all accounts, didn't do anything wrong throughout the 80s. As far as, like, he wasn't beating anybody. He didn't get into club fights. He didn't have drug problems, etc., etc. Bruce Willis. Well, yeah, but that's not, you know what I mean? 
In comparison, certainly. Still uh, still Bruce, Bruce Willis. Uh, he wasn't I think Bruce Willis stopped drinking in like '85 or some shit. Like I've heard that. stories about him beating, you know, but whatever. No one was clean in the 80s. right. Well, what I'm, I'm merely saying is that I, uh, uh, prior, while he's a great example of somebody that all comedians respect if they got fucking two stones to rub together for brain cells, uh, he's a bad example for any kind of success in money. Fair. Because he fair, fair was point. like, he, he was terribly self-destructive. He didn't handle anything well. But so, I think so. Would, would, so Eddie Murphy, would, would Eddie Murphy be a good example? Would Eddie Murphy be a good example? I think Eddie Murphy's a much better, interesting Chappelle example. Saw, to the same Chappelle, line. I feel like, is the best example. Eddie Murphy's a good example, though, if you look at him from the 80s. So I think those are the people that Scipio is, is, is focusing on when, uh, now, granted, uh, Tyler Perry has made more money in his last movie than Chappelle you, has ever made in his at, life. If you but. look at Eddie Murphy's film career, though, you look at a very hard <laughs> trajectory down. No, yeah, but yeah. it's he's one of the top-grossing actors, though. After <laughs> he makes the transition to family films, and he goes into more Bill Cosby territory, sure. he goes to a more conservative kind of approach to filmmaking, which was sort of the opposite of what Richard Pryor was kind of doing in that exactly. regard. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that there's that dynamic as well too in terms of who gets what financial backing. But I kind of want to. To make the point in terms about opportunity and rising and caps on things that Jeremy was talking about, I feel like the reason that I react to you calling me bitter is that I don't feel like I'm any different than some black parent that says to their black kid, you can grow up to be president of the United States, but expect that a significant portion of the country won't expect you to be a fucking citizen. Okay? Yeah, that, that, that's not bitter. That's but, not bitter, though. Little, little, little. Now, hold on. Hold but, on. I'm not, I'm, on, I'm not on the word bitter. No, You're but, arguing but, something that I don't even you know, know if I'm going to say it. You don't know what I'm saying. I'm not done. That's not my point, though. My point is that I don't think that you would call those parents bitter for acknowledging the reality of what they deal with every day. So when you when you talk about me yelling and stuff, yeah, that's where that reaction comes from because I am acknowledging the history of people like us as performers in this industry where if you are pushing certain limits and you are a sort of radical extreme performer and you get this big-time contract from Hollywood, it's still not going to really be what they would give to someone else outside of that. And I don't think that makes me bitter. This started with talent, uh, talentless people, right? This talent with people, you, you decided... You said the town. You said uh, untalented people getting in your way, and I'm saying you didn't say that. That's, oh. Untalented people. The, you the said argument, in your way, and I'm saying that no matter what. Of, well, the argument came out of when when you said uh, talentless people, and, and I think you meant specifically in comedy. Hopefully. Because uh, that's where I was talking about. Uh, phase themselves out, get phased out by virtue of this particular industry. Uh, and I'll agree with you on that. I definitely agree with you on that. Because I think that in comedy specifically, uh, talentless people, talentless comedians, instead of uh, of continuing to make bad just stand-up comedy, uh, move into something much easier like uh, movies, where it's like somebody else hosting writes all my funny lines or something. It's what well, it's hosting even that's not that's not a lucrative field though. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is like if if if. Like, Carlos Mencia, like I said, uh, he's uh, writing's on the wall, but, like, you know, I think Dane, Dane Cook, the moment he started getting flack from people, he was like, uh, movies. That's what he did. Yeah. He focused only on movies. And I think that there's a lot of comedians that do that, and I don't know that you can necessarily 
I mean, obviously, you can't call that phased out, unfortunately. Do you well, before it's not look, 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 look. This is the thing. I say, it's like, as far as, like, no, like, if you're basing things, that's why I say it depends on why you got it to. If you're basing things upon money, then, yeah, I mean, things are always going to be jacked up. You know what I mean? People, I mean, people, somebody will find a dollar where somebody lost a dollar. That'll always happen. You know what I'm saying? But sure. as far as, as far as, like, legitly being talented and, you know, having a dope craft, uh, sorry for using the word dope, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying you like like you have your cra- for that. Look, like but having a good craft, I still say anybody less than that or not giving that hundred percent, there's no way that person can get in your way. You know what I'm saying like if you could if you tap into whatever that is, the things will ha- uh, happen for you. Opportunities open, doors open. I feel like that hundred percent. Dave Chappelle's career versus Nick Cannon's career. Yeah, Nick Cannon got more money, but does he cannot. Get the respect of Dave Chappelle. And if you don't, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't, if you're upset about that, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, that's why. That's why I say it's like you sound like you're thoroughly upset. I'm not upset about that specific example in any capacity, but you didn't phrase your comment like that. But that's what. That's totally what I meant because that's where it came from when you was talking about people getting your way. I'm like they can't get away. But my point, yes, they can. I'm like yo, yo. I'm like yo. Point is that yes. My point is that I disagree with the nature of how you describe the industry and people being phased out without talent. I think the, the nature. I think the history of this industry uh, has shown, regardless of whatever niche you want to focus on, from comedy to acting to whatever, is that no talentless people do not get phased out by lack of not having talent. Hollywood does not. Well, work you, in that you said you said VH1 is an example. I'm like, yo, but they don't get no matter who you you don't get the respect. I, hold on, hold it's on. Not I think, res- hold I mean, on, hold it's on. about respect. It for me. That's about, why I said it's I why it's you about, got into listen, it in the first place. I, it's about respect. Yes, I can understand that point, dude. I so why respect, does anything else but how matter? Can you get respect if people don't even know of you in the first place. That's what I'm trying to get to. How can you get respect from an audience? Focus if the- on yourself. You'll get, you'll get noticed. I think, I think, hold, got on, noticed. hold on, hold on. Get I think, I think, I think, the, I think the point that I believe in potential. I think the point that Jeremy's trying to make here is, is that like, regardless of, it's not a, it's not a, a meritocracy. I'll grant you that. Uh, to some degree, it is, and I know we everyone wishes it just always was throughout all levels, but unfortunately, it's not necessarily a meritocracy uh, in the entertainment industry at all. Uh, I think your point is like, in spite of that, in spite of some people slipping through that are that should not be up there, and people who should be up there aren't there yet, that shouldn't stop you from trying as hard as you can to rise to that level because the success or failure of those others doesn't uh, hinder your ability to also make it there unless what you're doing is focusing on that and going, well, I can't get up there because they're in my way. because these people are getting famous. I There's would, room for everybody is, is the other part. Sure, I would agree with that point, but I would also feel like you're understating the ability for people who are in that position to then subsequently influence the ability of people underneath them to rise above. That's all I'm saying as well. I feel like we're understating the ability of influence from people to fucking dictate. The same way that some black comedians are like, I don't want other black comics to perform on the comic bill with me because I don't, you know what I mean? I don't want my right, jokes get right. fucked up. I feel like that's the kind of shit that we're fucking negating. Where if you're not that talented but you get a shot in, you can fucking lessen people's opportunities who are more talented than yeah. you. I've had I've had comments. So that's all I'm me. trying to say, man. But, and, uh, but he's know, not going to. He can't hurt me. I get that, dude. He but that doesn't mean me. that he doesn't affect opportunities. That's all Fuck I was em. trying to say. Fuck him. God, okay, I agree with you, but let's not pretend like they don't have the ability to fuck up people's fucking chances. They, that's all they I'm can't saying. fuck up mine. Okay. 
I just really believe in I, I believe in the power of the individual. You know what I'm saying? I really do. That wholeheartedly that I don't think there you you can pretend to it'll be delayed or whatever type of crap you can come up with, but the truth be told is if you're really talented, you know what I'm saying, and work hard, somebody will acknowledge you at some point. I can't be specific, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like it's it's like that's just like trying to describe a religion. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to get religious with you. I'm just saying I think if you're really that interesting, you know what I'm saying? If you're if you stand up, if you believe in yourself and you think you're that fucking dope, you know what I'm saying? You think you're that you think you deserve all that type of attention, you'll get it. If you don't if if you're not that person, then trust me, you will fall to the wayside like the untalented ones. You know what I'm saying? Just keep working hard. If it's meant to be, it will happen. Guaranteed. I and I totally believe in that. I can't go silent. All right. I'm going to try to move on to something happier. <laughs> Let's see. The quickest happy news I have is that uh, Tom York's uh, latest project, uh, Amok, or Amok, I guess it would probably be pronounced. I don't know why I wanted to call it Amok. Amok uh, is part of his uh, Adams for Peace album. Uh, you can now stream live for freezies uh, on the Internet uh, as of today. And the album is on sale uh, next week. Uh, I heard a few samples before the show. Uh, if you're into Radiohead, of course you're going to be into whatever Tom York is up to. So, uh, something to keep in mind, people. There you go. <laughs> Tom That's- York and uh, Jack White are probably like the two preeminent rock stars of the 21st century, I would say. Yeah. yeah. And they're very different from previous rock stars in the, in the last There's day. a couple of bands that like that I think about and I'm like... Who would have thought that, like, White Stripes and Jack White specifically are one of those bands. Like, who would have thought when you heard Fell in Love with a Girl, this plucky little band from Detroit I was going to turn into That's always the band. I, I, I lost me White Stripes. I'm not going to lie. Huh? You lost me the White Stripes. Really? White Stripes? Yeah. You know, White Stripes. That's very strange. I, I mean, uh, that's well, the first time in my life I've heard that. Like, literally ever. Exactly. I, I don't, I mean, I like that song, but I didn't think, oh, there's probably so much more beneath the surface. I did not. When think I saw that. the video, I I, when that. I saw the video, I thought they were going to be around for a while with the Legos and the and the Lego animation. Yeah, that, right. that was my, that was my, uh, what's the song? Fell in love with a girl. That was the very first one. White Fell in love with a girl. You probably recognize them more from the oh 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 oh. That's White Stripes. That's Jack White. Oh, okay. Seven Nation Army. That's them. Well, I'll play a little bit of Fell in Love with a Girl because I can't believe you don't fucking. There's I feel like no way you haven't. You'll recognize it. You definitely have heard. A young Jeremy Scipio playing the piano and the and the, <laughs> and the piano in Cincinnati probably recognized. That was a good example though. You it did. was only a two-minute long song. <laughs> Thank you. <I> appreciate it. <laughs> Jeremy was not rocking that in the hood. Can he play the song? You know what it is? I mean, uh, Jack White was, uh, I think the thing that made me realize Jack White was going to stay around for a while is that he was a really good lyricist and, and yeah. listening to the, the actual lyrics. And that was one of those things that, again, this is kind of your point, uh, I feel like, for, for music, which is if you want to, like, boil down who was going to actually have a career... In that sense, like, who is going to keep putting out music that's interesting, much more so, like, it, it comes down to lyrics, man, because people don't really listen to lyrics anymore, you know? Yeah, true. And so, and that was one of the things that I felt like Jack White stood out very much so as soon as he came to the forefront, because Fell in Love with a Girl, the lyrics, even though it's a short song, very interesting, 
Uh, and all of the approaches that he took for his songs are still, to this day, very great. You know, like he Love Interruption that he performed at the Grammys from uh, his new single, uh, or solo album, Blunderbuss. That fucking song is just tremendous. Way, you, you, can, you can skip the documentary that he did with... Uh, with um, How Loud Is It or whatever. With, uh, John Mayer. The Edge and... Uh, fuck, why is it killing me right now? Uh, Jimmy Page? Yeah. Uh, mostly because why did you throw the edge in there? Like why are, why are we focusing on him as you a know, guitarist? Is anybody killing it for the documentary? Because it, it, the edge is it, it gets it's, loud. It's, I think like, that's a, it's about guitarists and, and yeah, it's about to get louder. It's going to get loud or something like that. Yeah, and it's like it's interesting, but like I don't know. The, there were certain parts of it. Just the Jack White parts are pretty interesting. But over overall, as a documentary, it was sort of all over the place. With no solid core to it, and it just, I don't know, it was messy, but I think people liked it because it was like, oh, it's Jimmy Page, it's Jack White, and the edge. And it's like, but it was not, it was like just not worth watching. It was a waste of a uh, Netflix DVD queue uh, <laughs> sending go, out. You can't go but, stream, bro. If it was on the stream, it's not worth a while. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't get it on demand on Netflix, we'll see about that all. Uh, so then uh, on popdust.com, a, uh, a, a writer uh, posits that Pitbull's description of sex is so amateurish that he wonders if Pitbull's ever actually had I believe this. I actually believe this. <laughs> That's so hilarious. Because the way that he writes about it, and when I read this article, I hadn't really heard anything from Pitbull before. So, uh, this to is, be fair, anybody who's actually listened to Pitbull all the time still does not know what he says on a regular basis. Okay, well, it, well I got say, it, they make oh, a Jeremy, pretty Jeremy strong... Jeremy apparently has no, Pitbull lyrics. They make a pretty strong point for oh, him sounding... Album. He literally sounds oh, like... he sounds like what a 12-year-old who's never had sex would say to his friends about sex to make it sound like he's had sex. Do they have... Are they talking uh, about a song or just... They, yeah, well, the, the lyrics, like uh, this, this song, Kulo, he says, uh, One time for my freaks that know what to do when I skeet skeet that like it uh, hard, rough, face down, ass up. He says, in the first verse of one of his earliest hits, Pitbull explains his sexual interest to the listener, proclaims himself a freak, but a careful reading shows that all of Pitbull's ostensible experience is derived from the lyrics of other rap songs. I'm about to say, okay. Yeah. <laughs> is Pitbull, like the stereotypical high school virgin, simply appropriating the jargon of his more experienced peers in an attempt to blend in? Again, solid point. The next one, uh, you know you got it going on, just pull up your skirt. I want. To, I know what to do with your thong. I'm going to pull it to the side and rub it down right. Let me know if I'm wrong. <laughs> right? So he says, once again, he speaks boldly of a sexual experience, but is he perhaps protesting too much? I know what to do, he announces, but then later says, let me know if I'm wrong. He's giving himself an out, you see, without ever having to admit he might not have known at all what he was talking about from the get-go. You see, this is. Uh, I think he's trying to prove his point. I, I don't. I don't think the next one. The next one from <laughs> hotel room service. That's funny though. From hotel room service. Bring your girls. It's whatever tonight. Your man just left. I'm the plumber tonight. Let me check your pipes. Oh, you're the healthy types. Here comes some egg whites. <laughs> hey, that's dope. <laughs> Wait, why do you hate those lyrics? I, I'm gonna start listening to Pitbull now. First of all, now we know that Pitbull's lyrics are in the same spectrum of uh, Dick Cheney for Jeremy. Oh, he sad. says Pitbull. 
Bill is a sexually experienced man who travels a lot. Thus, women will congregate at his various hotel rooms, hoping for the chance to have sex with him. But check the language. A woman's vagina is her pipes. Pitbull's ejaculates eggs whites. Uh, while certainly there exists somewhere a sexually mature adult who talks like this, this seems more like the secondhand jargon gleaned from middle school lunch table than observations born out of lived experience. Lil Wayne is way worse, though. So I don't First know. of all, Lil Wayne, let's just take a moment and uh, say that Lil Wayne uh, needs to... Uh, uh, if we don't know, there's a big brouhaha with Lil Wayne right now where he has a fucking uh, uh, a verse on a track where he says he beats the pussy up like Emmett Till. Oh, yeah. And Emmett Till's family came out and Ooh. was like, hey, you're basically like, listen, she's mad disrespectful. You are awful. You don't know shit about history. You are completely ignorant. And that's the kind of shit that I'm like, again, it goes back to like Chris Rock's fucking like, it's hard to defend rap music now. With like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to defend a craft with a fucking preeminent artist is so ignorant of history. That like like listen, there's no fucking baseline, dude. There's no, and I can't respect anybody in that fucking crew. Do you know what I mean? But in uh, young young money? Yeah, I can't I can't like listen. I can't respect anybody in that crew who doesn't come out. Like Emmett Till is one of those yeah. things that if you don't know what it is, and or if you and then you fucking find out, you're like, oh my god, this is horrifying. And if you do know what it is, and you treat it in such a trivial fashion as Lil Wayne did, like I will never respect you again. Yeah. I can't ever respect you. Well, this is what I, this is what I think it was uh, a case of like I mean ignorance. Yes. Well, ignorance, but you still gotta be forgiving because mm. mm. listen, 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 calm down, calm down, please calm. Down. No, I don't listen. Because and there won't be no calming down. Yeah, look, forgiveness. I see. Obviously, look, he's he's stretching to make a lyric. That's he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't go in on Emmett Till. You know what I'm saying? So stop, stop, please. For a second, he didn't go in on Emmett Till. You know what I'm saying? I would so, have stuck with not defending it and said, "Man, no, no, that's crazy." Look, look, look. Done. No, no. I, I think I think terrible. things played out the way it's supposed to. As far as like, what? Listen, man. <laughs> Do rappers go too far? When he did it, uh, when he did it, and they came out, I was like, "Yo, chill." You know what I'm saying? I think that shows that uh, you know, that there is some respect as far as like now I don't know I don't know what he's gonna do about it, but Nothing. he should definitely he should definitely remove it. You know what I'm saying? He's not gonna do anything. First but of all, I respect he's not gonna do anything. Why would you respect anything about him? like listen, what do, is there no one? What do his peers say? I respect the fact I'm, I'm, I'm painfully curious about it. I'm not that. just talking about that. I'm talking about I respect the fact that they actually had enough nerve to say, Hey, yo, chill. Who Emmett Till's family? Yeah. As opposed They've to, been saying that shit for years. It's not new for them. They've been calling out people for years for disrespecting yeah. his legacy. Yeah, well, it's not new. I respect them for uh, saying about it and making it public news. And if Lil Wayne says, you know what, you're right, remove it, cool. You know what I'm saying? This is my thing, though, is that, like, first of all, he has no one in his fucking business entourage that is aware of anything in the world to say, hey, listen, you know what? This is not fucking appropriate, dude. That's the problem. He's got no one around him to point out that you should not be fucking treating the story of Emmett Till in such a casual and disrespectful fashion. Well, rappers live in the inappropriate. That is not a fucking excuse. You're just basically making a bunch of fucking denials for ignorance. It's not an excuse, but you, you, you are, I mean, no. you're, you're basically excusing See, ignorance. See, now you're doing personal. You're doing how personal. Like, how am I you, going you personal? Me. You said me. Look. 
I think I think rap like the rap lives in the inappropriate. Like this is rap lives in ignorance. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's not good, if you though. listen, listen, if you have a problem with um like that type of stuff, then obviously that genre definitely is not for you because it gets way worse than Emmett Till lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Like it gets no, way it actually worse. doesn't get much worse than Emmett Till. I think lyrics, if you've got argue. a problem, I should solve it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it gets, I don't think it gets much worse than this mm. like, fundamental disrespect to history like that, dude. I don't think it gets much worse because Lil Wayne does not get to do a song like Lollipop unless Emmett Till's mother allows an open casket funeral. That gets printed in fucking I mean, magazine. You, 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 you're right in that aspect. So that's disrespectful, and I'm not gonna give him any, anybody in this fucking crew a pass. That's why I'm curious what the what the and they didn't say what shit. The, what the peer? Group. I didn't hear Drake say shit. It didn't Drake Drake fucking worships this guy. They probably. I mean, they they probably they're ignorant. They probably they probably shouldn't say something for a while and then just come on like yo like you know yeah it was too far all right cool move on. Why wouldn't they say anything for a while? I mean, cause man, I don't know. I don't know. This is my take on thing, man. With with media, it's like, you know, every word, kind of how I feel in this conversation, can be used directly against you. Yeah, but there are some so, words that should be used against you. Like that kind of level of ignorance should be used against if, you I in the twenty first century. But I'm like, I think, I think he probably didn't know. Are you, you thinking that's that maybe? Not, are you thinking that maybe uh, uh, an apology too soon comes off insincere? Yes. Is that what you mean? Yeah. I'm saying like it's just you got to be careful. You know what I'm saying I don't know. I don't know what Lil Wayne's going through, uh, going through or thinking about. I'm just saying as Nothing. far. Listen, listen. I'm just saying as far as the way the situation is handled. Like I'm like, all right, this is cool. This shows that you know there's this is a this is a world where rap and uh you know like like I hate to say black history or whatever, but like respect you know respect for like what happened can live in the same. Here's my question. Because if you. it was one world where that like nobody said anything, then like oh rap's gone too far because nobody's checking or. If if it was a situation where you instantly got to censor everything you say, it's like, all right, here's, well, the, better, here's the better question for you. How many people do you think heard Little Wayne's actual verse versus how many people know about Emmett Till's family speaking out? Uh, people? How many, I mean, people I don't, how many people do you think are more aware of the actual percentage. verse? Question. Percentage. I mean, right? I'm like, yeah. I, mean I, don't, I don't even feel it's fair to answer that because I feel like, I feel like most people I'll, should. I'll phrase, most people it, I'll should phrase it far more. I'll phrase it far more, uh, far less uh, specific. Uh, on a multiple choice, uh, most, uh, many, or few? I don't want to ask the question because it's incriminating. Because <laughs> he's, he's going to go on a tirade on me <laughs> about, oh, you didn't even know this. Like, so look. No, no, no. I look. think it's, I think it's, ver- I think I it's think- fair to say it, it seems to me I'll, I'll bet few. I'll bet few know about the backlash. I'll bet, uh, and I'll bet. If you know about the backlash. I would say it's about a half and half to even know who even get the reference. And the sad thing is the half and half. Uh, it's I don't know I if mean, it's maybe, all that I mean, maybe it's an age group. Like, you have a chance. You have a chance to educate people. You know what I'm saying? And I think yeah. that's that's what's so fucking. Why not tragic. write a rap about right? Emmett Till? Why like why would you even make that reference? There's a million other references. If that you that's can do. the way you're going to introduce. If you even know Emmett Till, like that's Till. why like yeah. I can't give well, like there's was, no fucking excuse, man. There's I mean, no he excuse. Was, like I said, I I know I can tell you exactly what he was doing just because it was stretching like he like it always does. Whether it's an uncreative lyric or a creative lyric, he's stretching just to make a. That's not what rap used to be about, bro. And that's the part. The reason this rap has always been no, it has not always been about that, you dude. Know what I was gonna say. <laughs> you like doing that, but I'll let you keep doing it. Or <laughs> about out of time, so I mean, I was trying to end on something much happier. I will let Jerry finish his point since I've been very okay. fond of interrupting it. <laughs> I mean, oh man! I'm just. Uh, I, I, I just. Point, Mitch. Okay, go ahead. Oh my goodness! Go it's so scary how he's staring at you and not looking at me. 
I won't be back on the show. <laughs> well, anyway, I, look, rap rap has always been like about I mean, defining uh, defining what's actually accepted. You know what I'm saying? It's just what it's just the way it is. The most most popular rappers. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 there's no there's no quote unquote positive rappers that are super successful, but they're they're positive people. You know what I'm saying? So. You know what I'm saying? Like, people can make mistakes, man. I'm, like, not above, like, like saying, like, yo, you fucked up. Like I said, I like, I just like the well, fact that's that, what I would have stuck with. Yeah. I would have just stuck with, man, that's fucked up. And then, you know, <laughs> but it's the fact well, that you were like. personal. I don't. No, 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 but look. You. I'm like, man, what? Look, look, I come from, I come from the fucking metal world, and one of my favorite bands is Guar, and they have written some atrocious shit. You know what I'm saying? I can name, my favorite rappers say, even, yo, I'm like, come on, guns what, should be no, removed what, from no, rap what I'm together. Saying, but my, hey, what I I'm like saying, what I'm, what I'm pointing out is, if somebody came up to me with a printout of Guar lyrics, and said, I'd like you to explain, have you seen me? Which I will not go into the lyrics now. But if you were to look those up and somebody was like, hey, I want you to defend liking Guar and this song, I'd be like, I'm, I'm not doing that. You'll have to have that conversation with Guar. Because I'm not going to defend it. Like, yeah. yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Actually, it's immensely fucked up. But taken in there over and the way that they... Uh, the, the the way that they are as a band, it doesn't seem all that out of place, but I'm not going to sit around and defend the shit. Somebody gets offended. Uh, I'm just saying that I think that would have been uh, the... And, in, and I think in the case of Little Wayne, I think he put very little thought into it, and that's the problem. Yeah. I, I said, I'm so, just, I'm just really you know, it's interesting that he's getting the backlash. I'm happy to see that there's a backlash. That's, not, that's all I'm saying. I'm curious to that's see... That's all I'm saying. That's why I keep saying, like, I'm curious to see what the peer group thinks. Yeah. I'm curious if the peer group goes, yo, man, you went over the fucking line. Look, I'm just saying, I, say, I think it's cool that, like I said, like, the fact that they actually publicly addressed it, and, you know, it's like, yo... We'll I, see if any rappers put Lil Wayne on a guest appearance in the next three months, and then we'll know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I, all of them we'll see. So there's no problem. We'll see what happens. All right. Jeremy, what do you want to plug? Uh, let's see. Well, I have a show tonight right after this. Uh, <laughs> uh, at the Ha Ha. Uh, yeah, at uh, Ha Ha Ca- Cafe. Um, mm. uh, comedy rap battle show has been going pretty good. Um, I produce a, a monthly... Uh, the Improv, show. right? Uh, no, my birthday show was at the Improv, though. And uh, well, it was the comedy rap battle, but also... Comedy rap battle. Yes. How does that work? Uh, pretty much, um, let's say, like, it's still a stand-up comedy show. I'm really adamant, adamant about that because I, I don't, I think people get too wrapped, caught up in the rap, wrapped up in the rap part of it. <laughs> like, basically, a comic could go up for about five minutes to the set. Another comic goes up in five minutes. The thing that makes a difference is that we bring them both back up for 30 seconds apiece and they battle. You know what I mean? And a lot of people come to me like, wait, oh, I can't rap and all that, whatever. Like, oh, I can't freestyle. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, do whatever it takes to get the crowd's attention. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, like, so I can just jerk it off then. Oh, awesome. I got this. Yeah. Uh, cool. <laughs> um, I mean, hey, if they like it, if they like it, I love it. That'll get the crowd's attention. You probably would run a rhyme while you're jerking <laughs> off at least. Like, <laughs> I want to. All right. I want to bite you back. I want to bite you back, but I'm like, hey, he did that. Are you on Facebook, Twitter? I only just need the first one. Uh, yeah, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, What's your Twitter handle? Uh, my name. I'm pretty boring. I'm not creative at all. Jeremy Sipio. Jeremy Sipio on the piano. I get jealous of people's Twitter names and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's so dope. I wish I was that creative. I'm boring. You made very jealous of the Katie's name, I'm sure. What you got, Teddy? Nothing. Check out the Riffin highlights on YouTube and check out the Art of Rap documentary produced by Ice T. Oh, yeah. Netflix explains the history of rap. And it's streaming. Yep. Okay. 
Uh, I got uh, Formosa, a good show at Formosa on March 2nd, uh, which is kind of a ways away, so I probably shouldn't have mentioned it. And, of course, um, our final Black You Wear Black Ribbon. Episode 100. Good night, bitches. Next week. Thanks for listening to Straight Riffin'. You can catch all past and future episodes of Straight Riffin' on the official website, riffin.net, R-I-F-F-I-N.net. Keep in mind, we do air live every Monday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific time. That's 10 p.m. to midnight for you East Coasters. You can actually watch that right on Facebook, on our fan page, facebook.com slash straightriffin'. Like us, check out the Ustream page. You can even chat while we're doing the show. That's how we interact with the fans. We thank you so much for listening. Check out Riffin.net. Buy my album. Buy Teddy's album. We'll catch you again next time. It ripped the fuck off, bitches.